Hey everybody and welcome to the Atlanta Warhammer Foot Fetish Edition. That's right, we're talking about Gargans. Also our foot fetishes. But I'm not the only one in the room embarrassing myself. I'm Zach, if you didn't know that. I'm looking directly at a guy who I know. Yeah, that's Josh. That's Hooray. Josh. I'm doing a Gargans podcast for some reason. Yeah. I don't play Gargans. Fuck this shit. I'm out of here. Well, you're just... I don't know that that came across. <laughs> no, <probably not. laughs> I tried to do a little Foley thing. I don't know. It, it, was, it, it might have worked. It looks like it went through yeah. on the microphone. That's fine. Uh, but we got we got a special guest here. He's uh, If you've listened to the show a lot, we're sorry. But you might remember him from previous episodes when we were talking, I think, about Gargans. Or were we talking about Fire Slayers the first time? No, it was talking about Gargans. It was talking about, well, then you're back again. Who the 100%. hell are you? I'm Eric. That's Eric. He's, uh, he's a Welcome. member of Gaw. Gaw. The Gaw as well. G-A-W. That's we should have you should have a sound thing that we have to play <laughs> like that, but yeah, that would be really cool, like a morning radio thing where it's like go 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 go. It okay. Pointing this out, I don't know if it's right. been talked about before, but we do realize that G A W like really sounds like it should be a pro wrestling organization, right? Yeah, it okay. absolutely well, does. I mean, that's tech. Like it was the whole idea was just, I mean, we're uh, Georgia War Band, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's just which kind of rolled really which well off the totally time. works with Gaw. <laughs> Because if you abbreviate Georgia Warband, it's just GW, and they make this shit. <laughs> so we can't do that. So we had to add an extra letter. <laughs> had, to, had to throw something in the middle there. Uh, well, I'm glad we had the gall to do it. So we're talking today about the new Sons of Behemoth book. And when I say new, I mean, I don't know, like a month now? When did this come out? Give or take. Give or take a month. We're, we are behind on Battle Tome reviews. Um, and I think we skipped like four to get to this one. We so did. we're going to go back and do them. I promise Skaven will happen at some point. At some point. I will go through that book with somebody. I thought that uh, army doesn't exist. Uh, it's mostly rumors. Mm. Yeah, yeah, legends. But we're talking. We got a Sons of Behemoth book in front of us. Um, so we're not going to take too much time before we dive in and just start talking about the book. We've had time to play with it. I haven't played real life physical matches with it, but I've played tabletop uh, simulator matches with it. I was about, I was about to ask, did you just do simulations <laughs> in your head? Like- yes, <laughs> I do the uh, I do the thing from the Netflix. What's the chess show? I just Queen's take a Gambit. Lot, yeah, I take, yeah, I just take a lot of LSD and stare at the ceiling, and uh-huh, then I watch uh-huh. all the Warhammer pieces move around. Man, uh, when man. I was watching that, my dad, uh, he was watching it also, he, he called me, and he was like, hey, so, like, I know that your brand is kind of being bad at your game, but if you need some, like, psycho drugs or something. <laughs> we, my, my dad, by the way, was at Woodstock, and uh, it's absolutely a huge hippie. Wait, which so. one? Uh, the first one. Okay, great. He graduated high school in 68. Right, the, so. the, the good Woodstock, he not would, the bad Woodstock. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not not Fire Island, Woodstock. <laughs> um, no, he went to. Uh, he graduated in '68. He went to Woodstock and promptly forgot the next eight years of his life. I think uh-huh. uh, somewhere in there was like one wife or something. Yeah. I and can then, call my dad out because I know he doesn't even. And know then how you podcast popped up. Works. I think, oh, that was the third wife. <laughs> <laughs> third wife, no kids, and then I showed up and they were like, uh, "Do your parents listen to this podcast?" I doubt it. Okay, cool. Hi mom. Uh, my my parents don't also listen. I don't. To this know. I, I think I think they're just happy that we have something that we've put our energy towards. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> but, not. That's constructive in a way. My parents are, are just happy that this is taking the place of, I guess, meth. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I don't have money for meth because I gotta buy these gargants. Right. I gotta get one of yeah, everybody. We gotta, now. Buy, we gotta buy plastics. Yeah. They added two, two new gargants to this book. Kind Crazy. Of, kind of. But you know where you can get those gargants? Oh right, ad reads. <laughs> I just want to get to talk about books and gargants and stuff and smashing things. We should, we should do the ad reads We should do first. the ad reads first. All right. Well, it sounds like you have one in the chamber there. Uh, I do. It's for Gigabyte's Cafe in Marietta, Georgia. Mm. And if you're not local to the area, although everybody in this room is, yes. and apparently people that come from out of the area to come play games here, I don't know why. But, hey, that's, that's great. Cool. <laughs> Neat. We like, we like new people. Come Show beat us up. up. Yeah, beat us up. We're bad at this game. Yeah. Well, two-thirds of us are bad at this game in this room right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Eric is Eric. pretty decent. <laughs> 
what are you talking about? <laughs> Eric is like, decent I was looking at you guys. <laughs> he's just trying to downplay. Yeah, he's like, lot. I'm not, I'm not that good. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh -huh. The thing is, is we will always have people on this show on better than us. It's true. Because I don't know that we could go lower. Because we haven't had Justin on. It's true, we haven't. But speaking. But soon. Speaking soon. I swear, that Justin. man's hands. That man's hands. Oh, let's go into it right now. Josh, do you want to tell me about Justin's hands, or should I, would, I tell I would you? Love to, well, why don't we both tell you, oh, you about Justin's hands? Oh, let's tell each other. Let's tell yeah. Eric about oh, Justin's hands. Please, tell me more. <sighs> Eric, if you need models painted, Justin would be glad to pick up your little men, finger them around a little bit, really get into the crevices. His ink washes go so deep. Yeah. His dry brushing, it's so dry. And his moist palette wet blending, oh, baby, talk about that wet-ass palette. That's right. Get your models painted at Lava Juice Painting. That may be the best. One that's we've the ever best done. one you've ever that's done. That's fucking it. I was just like, that's, that's I, it. I'm I, recording. I, I, yeah, I was. I was amazing. <laughs> I'm not actually recording this podcast Wait, now. Did you, you didn't have that written down or anything. You just did no. that off the cuff. Yeah. How did you get to WAP? I have made three <laughs> WAP jokes today. That's incredible. <laughs> I've had the opportunity three times <laughs> to make been that. Practicing, joke. buddy. I have been. Yeah. Doing it, yeah. And you know where else you can practice? I don't know. Eric is trying to silence us on the WAP though. <laughs> No, we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna go. We'll get right back to you. Like, we no, we'll get back to you in a second. Yeah, we got all the you, 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 you just you just sit there, be quiet, look pretty. Okay. <laughs> you think I look pretty? <laughs> hey, baby. Uh, and you know where else you can practice? Where you can practice your podcasting. Oh baby. yeah, yeah. How about Blueberry Podcast? How about it? Yeah. If you sign up with the code ATL War, you get one month of free hosting. Yes, and if you sign up for the premium business package, I think you get their analytics for like a year that we have now. Ooh, those so sweet analytics. Cool. Like, it's legitimately cool. If you're looking to do podcast stuff, use that code. Take advantage of it. Somebody did. Actually use our referral what? code. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're nowhere near that ever being like actual anything for us. No, no, <laughs> like no, someone no. actually did. So, so if you're the one that did that, let us know. Yeah. Like, Appreciate you using the code. I'll subscribe. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about it. I'm, I need more podcasts in my life. Maybe it was one of our uh, friends in Brazil because we gained a couple of Brazilian followers the last two episodes. That, or everybody's VPN is using Brazil. I don't uh, know. But yeah, hello to Brazil. And in Portuguese, I don't speak Portuguese. <laughs> and in Spanish, hola to Brazil. <laughs> that's, they speak Portuguese in Brazil. I know. That's the yeah, joke that's is that true. we're yeah, ignorant right. white guys on a yeah, podcast yeah, talking about toys. Yeah. 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 What were you trying to tell us earlier that was going to save any of this? Oh, I was just going to say when you did that, you just directly look into my eyes yeah. and my soul. Oh, good. <laughs> the soul of my feet. Well, now I feel like I need to like oh. leave the room. The soul of your so, feet. So you That's where the talk about garbage. happens. percent Josh, you've already left the room. You got to come back in. You got to crescendo back in. Also, why are you a horse in this? I don't know. Because <laughs> there's a there's a Kragnos in this book. Oh as well. yeah, there's a Kragnos in that book. So I guess we should like uh, we've done that thing. Uh, there's some previews that came out this weekend that yep. were kind of previews. Let's just go get gets. We're glad for you guys. Go, go get them. The wolf guys are neat. Cool. Uh, weirdly aesthetically, it's like you now have an entirely separate type of gets again because you've got spiders, trogs, uh, regular moon clan. Now you got wolf guys. Then you got the uh, uh, squigs. So gets is just a weird army of like various themes mm -hmm. still. But uh, you know what? It's okay. I like it. And the, the new Warband thing, which is where all the Gits models that are good are going into Underworlds. Because you've got, like, the guy who has a squig on a stick, like, hanging yeah. it out there, you know? So that's... We're never going to let Gits be good in actual AOS. No. But, in, never... but in Underworlds, baby, Underworld, we got you. They're going to uh, get a Warcry thing that's going to be super it's gonna be OP. Sweet. It's going to be great. Now, Warcry, Underworlds, AOS, nah. Nah. Fuck you, new, Gits players. Oh, new Gits announcements. Uh, Gits rules for Kill Team. <laughs> That's what it will be. <laughs> just, they'll just branch into every other game except for Age of Sigmar. All yeah. those Gits players are like, 
why? It's like, because you're not allowed to have nice things. Apparently you're not, yeah, as a mm. gets player. But you get a new book, which is cool. Neat. Uh, and they even apologized about the fact that it doesn't have a cover, like a new cover, in the article. I don't know if anybody at Warhammer Community heard my rant where I was like, stop fucking stop doing that. Stop using the old covers. Stop using the old artwork. covers. Like, I don't... You have an art team. You do. You absolutely do. Put older... It doesn't even have to be brand new art. It like, could be, just it a could different be 2019's art. Yeah, that's that's the before times. Right. I'm okay with that. It's fine. But instead, we get the same Gitz book, which, I mean, all right. I, I, I really honestly do hope that it fixes... That not fixes, because the army's not broken it's just super underpowered right now right. and their synergy is hard to figure out like get it all together fix it give us a, a who gets book i'd like to see more gets on the table yeah give me them chugs yeah i like seeing a little pile of just 60 moon cross just running screaming you know weird dying little, immediately to everything weird little mushroom creatures the funniest fights i've ever seen were originally in aos 1.0 where it was like uh gets which was just greater alliance destruction back then um, and you would have just a pile of gits and a pile of Skaven. And it was just like, cool, nobody's good at anything, yeah. and they're all dying on top of each other. Yeah. Let Justin have his spider clan. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they'll be good in the new book. Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> Justin, don't tell anyone you play spider clan, and let's see if we can trick GW into making that one good. <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, they announced that. They show the, the new Beast of Chaos, which was cool. Yeet. I'm glad for that new no, cover. I'm, yeah. <laughs> they get a new cover. <laughs> Beast of Chaos getting stuff. They gotta do something after they gave all the new Beast of Chaos models to Slave the Darkness. They really did. <laughs> they gotta, they gotta so, hey, it's a new Slaves of Darkness book. Those look like Beast of Chaos. They're not. They're Slaves of Darkness. Yep. Stop asking. They're totally not. Can I tell you something funny? So I, yeah. I have built I built the whole uh, box this weekend for the Slave of Darkness thing. Uh, prepare your fingers. That Bulgore or not Bulgore set is painful. It's my it's one of my least favorite GW things where they make it to where only one arm fits into only one slot and that's the alternate slot for the guy that's also holding the horn or the flag. So if you're just following the instructions and you don't flip over and see that there's an alternate build for that guy, you can go whoops. So anyway, I have a guy with a flag just taped to him basically cuz I didn't know what to do with him. But uh that that book is is really good. Um we're going to be seeing a lot of that in, in that book. It's they talk uh specifically in there about some really funny lore stuff about, like, the Gargan thing, too, which is kind of interesting. The Gargan lore is in, like, other books. I guess it's hard to ignore, you know, when you're... Giant? A giant, <laughs> like, running around and stuff. Yeah, I mean, kind of hard to miss. Yeah, but in there, talking about the uh, Ogroids or whatever, they even mention specifically how much they hate being compared to, like, Bulgors. They're, like, they're similar. In some places, they call them, you know, Ogors, because they're, like, oh, it's just a big hairy Ogre. In some places, they're, like, oh, it's Bulgors. And they're, like, none of those things are true. We're a proud society that gets misnamed. A lot. Also, chaos, and then they just kill and eat people, and it's like, weird, weird. They're like, oh, our proud heritage of murder and eating people. Strange juxtaposition. Yeah. Everybody but, eats Hey, people. there we are. I'm a strange juxtaposition. Yeah, you are. Yeah, thanks. So we got a, we got a Gargan book. I guess that's all the previews that matter. Oh, there's a billion blank battle tomes. That's all of them. New roadmaps. New roadmaps, that's all of them. That's exciting. Ossiarch's in there somewhere, I bet. How fast they're bringing them. I think this yeah. is what, like six or seven in a one quarter which is the fastest i've ever seen it's almost too fast because <clears throat> what it means is for those of us that try to buy all of these and read all of them and understand this is that we are not Host. able to do that yeah like by the time i am through a book two other books are sitting on my shelf and i'm like neat i have looked through the ogor and the lumineth book once each just to get an idea you know what's funny to me as well is that 
like Gaines Workshop, they kind of like make it try mysterious, being like, "Ooh, it's these Grand Alliance destruction coming out, or uh, death is coming out. Two of them are coming out this during this time." And it's like, "Well, most of the ones that haven't been yeah. updated yet." Okay, so there's four death armies. <laughs> So when you've already put out two, it's not hard to guess the other two. I got a 50-50 shot here. Mm, I'm going to say it's probably Fleshier Quartz and Tomb Kings. That's probably what it's going to be. Yep. Yep. Bring it oh, back. I'm sorry. Ossiarch Bone Reapers. Oh, yeah. 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 But that's like, what else What, what else could it be? Unless they no. just throw a curveball and they're like, yeah, it's a new death army. What else is dead that we haven't played with yet? That's Pirates. a weird sentence to isolate. But like, yeah, Dead Gargan. Oh, that would be so cool. Dead I... Gargan. Like, uh, that's the one thing I love about Gargans is the ability of some people to express themselves and how conversions yes people make yeah I mean, I'm sure you've seen the someone did a like a Nurgle like war stomper basically mm-hmm. it looks so good and I hate it I hate that it looks so cool and I'm like I that looks like a real model and that's like the that's like the one thing I kind of regret building these guys too fast mm-hmm. was because of the fact that so many people put their flavor into them. Yeah. And it just, it really shows. Well, you kind of, you kind of have to a little bit because you're showing up to a game sometimes with three toys or four toys mm-hmm. and people are only going to be looking at those three or four toys the whole time. And also you're showing up with an army that let's be honest, sometimes gets called cheese. So we we could do some cheesy shit. So, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So I get it. Like you show up with the four gargants and your opponent's like, uh, I don't want to deal with this. There, today. there <laughs> is a reason why people call some armies the go to lunch early armies. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, just absolutely. Know. The way I used to play with the War Stomper and nine babies was like, I know by the bottom of turn one if I'm going to win or lose this game because it's all on that first full board charge. If I kill half your army in the first phase, I'm good. I- I've won the game. You can't get out of it. If I whiff a whole bunch and then fall backwards, there you go, handshake. <laughs> or we can just chase my one big guy around the table for like four turns. But have yeah. the uh, yakety sax play in the background. Basically. Yeah, Gargants are, uh, they're, you know. You know if you're going to win or lose by like yeah. turn two, basically. It's uh, funny because that's actually how I killed Marathi once. Oh, tell us about how you kill Marathi. We'll always entertain those stories on the show. So, uh, local player, Sung, he's a great, great guy. Um, he charged my, uh, I think it was my gatebreaker in. Um, and it was fantastic because he, I, I stopped his spells from going off. But um, he was able to do, uh, he wasn't able to kill him outright. So every time I got in combat, I would smack him. All right, cool. Three, three points. I threw a rock first turn, three points, three wounds. Into combat, three wounds. Ran away. Mm-hmm. He charged in. Didn't kill my gatebreaker. Three wounds. Ran away. Healed up. Then the <laughs> last one killed him, but I fell on top of her, <laughs> killing her for the last three wounds, Good. which then kept me having my point. And this was all on like a single point, too. Yes. So it wasn't like across the board. It was like three inches. All right. Three inches. <laughs> three inches. It's just, it's just a guy throwing a garden snake off of him, and the garden snake keeps jumping on him for some reason. He's like, get off me. Get off me. Stop it. And then eventually he dies and falls on top of it. 100%. I like that. I like that. Any story where we kill Marathi is good. It's a good story. It's a good story. Speaking of good stories, I'm just I'm segueing oh. all over. I was like, wow, I don't know where this segue is going. Yeah. Uh, what? I mean, we got a new book in front of us, a new Gargan stuff. Yeah. How about new lore, Zach? There's, is there is there new stuff in here? There's uh, one, two, there's three new lore. Ooh, a, th- a whole a three whole new three lore. lore. 
Let's be honest, this book was here to balance the army for 3rd edition, give us some new kits, which I'm going to segue for a second. The fact that the new kit is 210 bucks and the old one was 200 so you, you're getting more stuff. GW, what? Thank you. But, like, that's really surprising. What? <laughs> yeah, that's really cool, though, that now that box is a lot of stuff. Like, that's that's great. It, yeah, wasn't, like, it wasn't the upgrade sprue sold separately. Yes, that was my bet, is it was going to be a King Broad spruce set, and it was just a little skinny box with just that in there. Because it's just the two sprues, I think, right? It should be only two sprues. Yeah, I built Broad, but I don't remember though, what I was though, building. <laughs> basically, I know the Beast Smasher and Broad share very similar bits. Yeah. Yeah, and then Broad has like a lot of War Stomper bits, but he has he has like little bits of everybody on him, which is is kind of nice. Yeah. And when you're building him, you can get some crap on there. Oh, I just punch the mic. Yeah. So Broad is one of the things that's new in this book. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Okay. As a non-Gargans player, mm -hmm. and also one uh, guy that read through the Gargans book the first time, one time, and then probably forgot about it because he was never going to be a Gargans player. Explain to me who King Broad is, because clearly this is a guy that's coming back. Yes. He was a character. He was kind of forgotten about, and now he's back. Yeah, he so was what's, what's his book. deal? Which, 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 which is he was in the last book, but not like as a main character. Mm -hmm. And it feels like they and they even used the old art from him from the Realm Gate Wars. So it's kind of like they were obviously saving it for a big debut. Oh, the uh, Realm yeah. Gate Wars, you say? Were they, wait, were those books? Those, Some, somebody, oh, were they? Did somebody read them? Yes. Who was it? Someone even made little figures after every battle for them. I don't know, but I feel like on our channel there may be a series where we play through the Realm Gate Wars coming up. Hmm. Because I might really like that. Fair I'm enough. Force all of you nerds to play Age of Sigmar history with me. Ooh. Well, history class. Uh, and speaking of history class, King Broad, not a fan of Stormcast, by the way, because uh, he was there. Because who is? Yeah, yeah. Well, not even some of the Stormcast, actually. Uh, he was there when. Um, so he's the biggest Gargan, theoretically. I mean, there might be a bigger one somewhere else, but like Gargan's right, you know, bigger you are, the more you're in charge. Broad's also kind of old, so he's a little smarter, too. Um, he. Yeah, they, they describe him as a weary soul burdened by grief, an unnerving sight for Gargan's smart struggle with any emotion deeper than anger. So he's like a toddler's ability for emotions, like not just anger, but also he sometimes goes, I will eventually die. Like he's got that weird, like, farsight that toddlers get. Oh, sometimes. he's got like some sadness. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's actually a character. Um, the reason he's sadness, uh, because he lost his eye when he watched Behemoth uh, die basically, from Galmaraz, where uh, the Selicent Prime beamed him in the... F was it Selicent Prime or Sigmar? I just realized. No, it was the Selicent Prime. Yeah, because Sigmar hadn't done a good job at it. As, as is tradition for Sigmar, he didn't do the whole job and then left it to somebody else to finish. So yeah, so the Selicent Prime, way wow. back in the Rome Gate Wars, Archeon was going to use Behemoth, put a giant ring of islands on his head, and super corrupt him with Nurgle magic. Bunch of stuff happened. Uh... In order to stop him, he was already corrupted, and the Skaven were literally burrowing into Behemoth's brain at that point. In order to stop all that from happening, the Selicent Prime basically had to put him down. Which, actually, if you read the stuff, Sigmar was like, that's the last resort. He was like, we gotta save Behemoth. He's an ally. He's a friend. Like, he's valuable to us in our pantheon. So, the funny thing about this whole book and the Gargans hitting Stormcast is like, they really didn't want to have to do that. Like, that was because Archeon and Chaos had corrupted Behemoth so much. But they're Gargans, so their line of reasoning is, Nope, saw you smash him, now me smash you. And that's broad. That information, that information tracks. Yeah, uh, he does, he's not a fan of uh, the stuff. Let's, let's see. Yeah, he disappeared, and then he showed back up at the climax of the Soul Wars. And he's big now. They get older. They get bigger. Yeah. yeah. They just yeah. keep growing. That, I mean, that's... Do you have any interesting broad tidbits? Like, he doesn't... There's not anything that he does in this book they don't talk about him really doing much they just talk about like who he is i mean it is kind of cool because uh you get to see kind of the uh 
the fa- the whole faction as to, as a whole. In yeah. the first book, you kind of saw like, ah, cool, these tribes are all single kind of before. But with Broad, you get to see how the whole race of Gargans are coming together. Yeah. Especially with Gragnos. Which we'll get to the, the funny part about that in a second. 100%. Um, yeah, you're right. It's cool because it gives it a main character to latch onto. And, and in a lot of these armies, having a named character is like, okay, cool, that's the, the spirit of the army is in that named character, you know. I mean, or if you're in Stormcast, the 400 named characters that you have. Or Ogors, you have none? None, I think? I don't none. think Ogors have, I don't think Ogors have a named one. character anymore. Or never did. No, they, yeah. they did. Gracious. I mean, but in Age of Sigmar. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no. I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever <laughs> fantasy is. Uh, right, fantasy. <laughs> That's like, way, way back when. Way, way, way back. That's the world it was. This is the world it is. Yeah, so that's that's broad. He's big, mean. All the Gargans follow him. Also, he's a priest, which, keyword priest, but also, like, very strange for Gargans that prayers do stuff. Would you call him, like, a paladin or, like, a cleric? Yeah, I, you know. Hmm. Like, I, I kind of thought about this. Yeah, that's actually. subject. No. You know, that's interesting, because I would say, based on the fact that he's also wading into the fight and he's more boosting than healing, he'd be a paladin. Maybe. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we what? talking about, like, D&D? Are we talking D&D? D&D? Are we talking? <laughs> I don't know. Because D&D clerics, like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, they're like the Healy guys. Well, no, no. Not necessarily. No. Well, yeah. if we ever go over the rules, he does heal. Right. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't know. Kind of, I would say Paladin just because the damage output is high. I know clerics can do high damage output, but Broad does it by just being there and being strong. But I don't know. Tell us in the comments. We don't have comments. Tell us. <laughs> tell yourself. Turn to the person next to you and tell them if you think Broad is a paladin or a cleric right now on the bus ride home or train or, let's be honest, as you put down the figure you're painting currently and uh, <laughs> talk to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Figure it out. Debate, with, you, debate with yourself about this, about this thing. It's a good question. Yeah. So, what else? Druid. Uh, so <laughs> Owl bear. Uh, so there's the other lore, you can't see the air quotes there, uh, is they talked about Kragnos more and really just brought it up to the fact that my favorite part about the Kragnos lore is that, um, uh, let's see where it says it. Yes, the Kargans believe that um, they could basically follow Kragnos along with him, uh, you know, because he's big and in charge and he has killed a lot of them. But they also believe that the next person to kill Kragnos gets to be Behemoth. Like, they become the next World Titan. Mm-hmm. So the challengers are showing up. And more and more of them are showing up. And I really like that idea that eventually Kragnos may just get, like, body slammed out. So Kragnos, some... is, so Kragnos has, like, a bunch of challengers now as they're roaming around doing, you know, Kragnosy things, yes. destroying the world. But in simultaneously, he's also having to hoof down the Gargants who are trying to challenge him for supreme control overall. Well, yes. it's interesting because in the book, it actually talks about how some Gargants think King Broad should lead them. Mm-hmm. And how some are like, no, this guy's... Bigger, she's stronger than us. We should follow him. So there's actually some politics in the Gargans. The real answer is King Broad should ride Kragnos. That would be the best thing to do. That'd but be we'll nuts. Put, a, put a saddle on him. I don't know if you can get that. Those models are not the same size, though. No, that's why it would look really funny. <laughs> It, it, would look look, like, it would look like a, an adult on a pony. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely yeah, be a not, grown-ass man like, on a pony. Like a little Shetland? <laughs> yeah, with his feet on yeah. the ground. <laughs> it's like standing. It's like, yes, we are well, moving. Wait, what is the, uh, the, the, uh, the sport where you have the mallet? Since he has a mallet with the... Oh, uh, uh, water polo but with horses. I think it's just called polo. Polo. You just don't do it in water. <laughs> right? 
That sounds right. Then you get the everlasting storm. <laughs> water polo, no po- no water. Water polo, no <laughs> agua. Unless it's seahorses. Oh. Oh. The, the favorite game of the Eidneth before betraying all of their allies. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're the only Eidneth player in here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's the... That's I harumph the, at you, sir. Harumph. Harumph. <laughs> that's the fun part about the Kragnos thing, is that he's constantly getting challenged, and it even says that, like, more and more uh, Gargans, or hundreds of Gargans looking to track down him and um, prove that they're the best, which sounds fine one-on-one, but, like, at some point, 12 Gargans are going to show up at once and go, you know, we can solve this after we kill the horse guy. <laughs> just jump on him. I mean, just because Gargans are bad guys doesn't make them bad guys. That's true. I think Gargans aren't even really bad guys they're just big I don't, and I, don't like, I don't like anything that's happening in this podcast you're talking about killing Kragnos you're giving me you're, <laughs> well, well, you're throwing no shots one, my favorite no. story in here is when the carriage and overlords all fart in their suits and die you know what I've had enough of this <laughs> he just walked in place that time he's getting quieter or louder uh yeah this is a professional show we do. Here. It's the worst, it's the worst podcast. <laughs> I like that Eric is trying to laugh away from the mic, uh-huh. but like we're gonna get him in a second. Oh, yeah. we're, we're gonna get him on the mic, breaking laughing. him entirely. You what can't if... see this at home, but he has been giggling this entire yeah. time. It's... We can't... brought him in. And he was like, "I'm gonna do a nice professional podcast. I'm gonna have a good time." And instead, we have completely ruined him of all of ever being able to be like in a studio again. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the the. I don't think we... I told him before it started that the podcast is shirts versus skins. Mm-hmm. So, like, he wasn't prepared for that at all. Right. Uh, and then we're bottomless most of the time. So, you know, bottomless, bottomless over here. So, I mean, luckily this table goes ah, roughly up to my thighs. So, you're probably fine. For now. For now. 100%. <laughs> all right. Uh, the other lore is that there's a Beast Smasher. This is the new Gargant that gets added on. Um, in, in lore, it's really just explaining what the hell this guy is. And I don't... It's funny they don't talk about, like, well, where were they the first time? Where, where were they the last book? Uh, every time they add in a new unit to an army that's already been out there, it's like, okay, but like, where were those guys? <laughs> where were those guys before? Yeah, like, hold on. You had this much Stormcast? We could have used them back then. <laughs> you had dragons this whole time? Also, if you call somebody a Beast Smasher, I've got a pretty good idea as to what they do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, it's, uh... <laughs> do they, they, they kill gits. Yes, yeah. Beast Smashers well, are, uh, they're very good against fighting endless spells. Uh-huh. Uh, in particular. <laughs> they have a particular set of skills. They punch spells into oblivion. I'm really sad that's not a monstrous action. <laughs> that, just realize that. A monstrous action should be eating an endless spell. You just take, like, D6 damage, and you're done, but you just eat an endless spell. But, that, but yeah, that, that purple sun is just like, mmm, tasty. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a Skittle. Yeah. No, that's the incarnate's ability. Oh, right, the cheaty McCheat So you can't, you can't give that to Gargans, because... Oh, right. The inc- I forget that that's a thing still. Like, it because it shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh. a narrative thing. It's a cool narrative thing. And it's cool for narrative battles and campaigns. It breaks a lot of game stuff. Yeah. yeah. But well, luckily, now that we've brought the, now we've brought the mm-hmm. temperature of the room down. Now we brought it down. Let's bring it back up and talk about smashing some beasts. Do it. I don't know. We're, that's smashing we're, some we're beasts. smashing some beasts. Uh, well, you should like these guys because they, out of all the Gargants, are the most in tune to the Wog. Um, because they... Basically are like the bone splitter version of Gargans where they're like, you know what? I'm just going to fight monsters, get weird, see stuff, and basically be high on my own spirit the whole time. That is 100% I'm here for. These yeah. Gargans have gone green. They, they are going green and they're showing you their feats. They're the GG Gargans. Oh, yeah. Gone green. They're jolly. 
as well. Ooh. Oh, oh the, the Jolly Green Gargants? Oh, the Jolly Green Gargants! <laughs> that has to be a conversion. There's yes. no way There's no, way no you one can't has do not a made. Jolly Green Gargan. If, if, if no one can find this, I will make the promise right now. I will do that. I will make... I have an extra Gargant now. I, will, I have to rescue him and clean up some, some rough spray painting and base coating. I will kitbash him, because I don't want to uh, take her. I don't care. That's my least favorite. I will kitbash him into the Jolly Green Giant. It'll look like ass, but I'll try. I'm trying to think of how we can do, like, the little pea loincloth. I'm going to have to just sculpt a lot of stuff, you know. Yeah. Did he even have a son? I don't... I think he had a son. Wait, you know it... Mr. Peanut, like, straight up died, and then they reborn Yes! Him from a single tear? Yes! Yes, they did! I remember yeah. this! You remember this yeah, thing. I remember that they killed Mr. Peanut! Yeah, because he was 100 years old. Right! And he died. He, he died to save the other two guys on the twig. And then, like, a couple years later, they brought him back with a single tear at his funeral. Right. I forgot who cried the tear. It's something insane. It's, like, it's, it's, it's like, something like, oh, Lady Gaga cried the yeah, tear like that brought him back or something. Yeah, it's like the most insane, like, like, lore of, like, just ad lore. Yeah. It's yeah. it's almost insane as the old Budweiser frogs. Um, because, wh- uh, what was it before? It was, because they got killed by the Budweiser lizards. Yes. <laughs> Like, I always thought then the Budweiser lizard should have gotten stomped on by the Clydesdales. Right. Like, that would have been the perfect yeah, circle. Yeah, it's like a nice, like, you know? continuation of, like, this story that's been going on. Yeah. It was a, it's, ads in the 90s were insane. Do you think the Mr. <laughs> Peanut thing was because, like, the, they, they had the character IP. Uh-huh. And then the boss goes on vacation for a week. Right. And they're like, well, they're what like, can we, we do? We do something crazy. Well, what can we do with this IP? And the boss is like, yeah, yeah, just do whatever you want. And they're like, all right, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill the company I'm gonna, mascot. I'm going to kill Mr. Peanut. At least and they just throw it up on a wall. They're like, this is the, this is the plan. I want to see the pitch meeting where they sit there. They're like, well, uh, you called us in, Mr. Johnson. The guy's sitting down in his coat, and he's like, ah, simple. We, we kill the peanut. <laughs> we just kill him. It's not about the money. It's, it's about, not, sending, it's the about message. sending a legume. We yes. got we to gotta change everything. Everything. <laughs> uh, so the Beast Smasher smashes beasts. <laughs> and he likes guac energy. Um, and they like they they're real good at fighting monsters. And then they mentioned that they fight monsters that they're like, oh, they're real good at fighting a Hydra, 130 points, or a Black Dragon, 230 points. Yeah, like they better they better be. Those are some weak ass monsters. Oh, a cockatrice. Wow, that's like 100 points. Like, they don't say that they're real good at fighting like dragons and stuff. Yeah, it's like they're real good at beating up really tiny monsters. Do you, do you like that you ha- now have a Gargan's book that is talking about uh, killing uh, uh, killing monsters better? Uh, and you just feel like a little bit closer to your orcs just yes. slowly being faded off in the sunset. I, I, uh, yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, watching a legacy army in the making. <laughs> yeah. Just taking away everything from you. Yeah. Also, once again, once again, when Gargant matriarchs warn their offspring, give us, give us that. The models. Give us the model. Like, I want a, I want a straight up Gargant matriarch. They are the storytellers. They hold the clans together. Like, they're important people. That would have been a logical priest model, actually. Mm-hmm. I am super happy with Broad, but like, I'd like to see like a, a, a lady. What, 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 what a lady gargant yeah. looks like? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I have questions. Are they about lady gargants? Uh, yeah. Oh, you have to ask your doctor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. To find out if lady gargants are right for you. Uh, it's Snoo Snoo. Is the question Snoo Snoo? It's a Snoo Snoo. Is it just the Snoo Snoo episode? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh, the last more than 15 minutes, go see the medical. <laughs> if you're going to live for four hours. But the body is spongy and weak. <laughs> if you've been smashing bees for more than four hours, There's... please consult a physician immediately. 
All right. Well, that's uh, that's the that's lore. The <laughs> that's it. That's, I mean, yeah, talk, that's it. They talk about the other ones, and they do they do a nice enough thing where they kind of redo a little bit and they write some more stuff. So it's like it's you're reading the same concepts, but you're not reading the exact same copy over and over, which mm-hmm. is nice because I've read this whole book already pretty much before now. And they call out the um, the mercenaries, kind of explain who they are, which are the ones you can bring into various other armies. Uh, the beast slayer guy mercenary is actually pretty decent. Uh, he's not he's not terrible to bring in as an as an ally or yeah. mercenary or whatever. I think he gets like plus one to hit or something. Like he just his ability is just like ah he's a little better, so might as well bring him. Good deal. Um, yeah, that's about it. And then we uh, we will go from the twelve pages of lore into the four pages of rules, and then the four pages of war scrolls. And then the book is it's a very light book. Right. Well, before we get to that, we should take a break. We should take a break. Gigabytes Cafe in Marietta, Georgia is your one-stop shop for everything you need for your favorite hobby or fandom. Gigabytes carries a wide selection of miniature lines including Games Workshop, Reaper, and WizKids, not to mention all the terrain, paints, and hobby supplies you need to supplement your tabletop games. Not a wargamer? The cafe boasts an ever-growing selection of hundreds of board games, TCGs, CCGs, and other nerd-based acronyms eager to join your collections. So what are you waiting for? Go to gigabytesonline.com and start shopping now. Starting your own podcast is easier than you think with Blueberry Podcasting, the official home of Atlanta Warhammer. Not only do they make uploading and hosting audio files a breeze, they also feature full WordPress integration, so you can easily share your podcast with the world. All Blueberry podcasts are optimized for Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and about 100 other podcast services. They even have a free tech support and downloads, and with no contract, you can cancel any time. To get started today, visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. While you're there, use the code A-T-L-W-A-R to get one month of premium hosting totally free. Once again, that's promo code A-T-L-W-A-R at Blueberry.com. Get your voice heard today. And welcome back to the Atlanta Warhammer Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that commercial break. I don't know how many were going to go in there, but I don't even know if we've recorded new ones yet. I don't think I it also matters. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a it's a surprise for everyone. Yeah. But welcome back. And if you're joining, I mean, if you're just joining us, How? weird that you like somehow <laughs> skipped to How like did the, you do that? that you skipped to like the middle of this podcast and 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 got here. But hey, I guess cool. We're talking about a guardians book. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude. You know how some of these these books go. Sometimes people are like, "I just want to skip through the fucking lore bit." We, yeah, like, who we cares? don't. You missed uh, a really funny bit about where we talked about like ads from the '90s for a little bit. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. We'll just get you caught up real quick. Yeah, uh, Eric's yeah. in here. Zach's in here. I'm in here. Uh, is, uh, David's is, on assignment. Uh, uh, um, let's see. Uh, Trebuchet. Uh, four hours ago. Uh, what are our <laughs> what are our running there, jokes? There's, a, there's, a, there's a fully bit for a little bit. Yeah, for yeah, a thing. Yeah, that, well, we've guess. already done that three times, so I can't go back to it. Um, well, you can, but you have to wait a long time. I do have to wait a yeah. long time. Yeah, it's like three episodes from now. Yeah, uh, or exactly eight hours ago. Um, eight hours ago, four hours ago. I've already forgotten the bit. The Doesn't matter. <laughs> four, the but it sounds like two bits. Yeah, <laughs> which is a shave and a haircut, actually. Um, but anyway, uh, throwing it back to you about some Gargant stuff. You guys have a book in front of you. I don't, because I'm a dick, and I haven't bought it yet. Um, That's fine. I think this is a book that you could have one for several people. Because yeah, because like, it's like eight pages. Can we talk about the two the accessories for this book? First off, the dice, and they're cool. 40 bucks is a lot for some dice. Like, the dice price is going up. I'm not okay with. The War Scroll cards. Like, why? Like, Why? <laughs> They're immediately outdated, and there's uh, four of them. I'm not going to lie. 
Did you buy the cards? I bought the cards. Yeah, I figured you bought yeah. the cards. I, I've given up on War Scroll cards at this point. They are a great idea. They're great. Like, yeah. I love the concept of the War Scroll card. Super handy. The problem is, if you fucking errata or like make updates to the War Scroll, 100%. the day that this shit comes out, I can't buy that anymore because what do you want me to do? You want to scribble in it? Yeah. yeah. Actually, what I did buy it mostly for was the tokens. Because of the fact that the Giants got some huge changes yeah. to their army. Yeah, they got some they got some enormous. Wait, is this a token army now? Do I have to do math? No, yeah. it's not as bad as Night Hunt. Oh, okay. Night Hunt, they give you a whole sheet of tokens in the book, and they're like, oh, you're going to use twice this. <laughs> you're like, going to need so it's many not, of these. It's not as bad, but there are, you do have some lingering effects, some pluses and minuses and stuff that go out now. It's not like I could play Old Gargants where I didn't even open my book, because mm-hmm. I just knew the three rules I was going to use, and then it was War Scrolls, and that was it. And it's nice because the battle tactics... Yeah. That comes in the book is printed on these tokens as well. Are do they still print them on the super duper tiny ones? Yes. Even the in the garden. The, the, the square, the tiny square <laughs> ones. It's just literally a rectangle. Games Workshop just put that shit on another card. Like it doesn't have to be that small. You know what would be great? A reference card. You did this in Warcry. Just do it for this game. Give but us a reference card for the faction. Why can't they just give us like the War Scroll, but for battle tactics? Yeah, because that's what it's I'm literally the pokeouts. And it's yep. like, well, um, I just lost this. And then you get to do the, uh, the is this a school for ants thing every time you're trying to read, like, what actually the war school. And it's funny that the Gargans also uses a really tiny one. That's pretty funny. You know, it's almost like they want you to play this with a monocle. Oh, well, challenge accepted, James Workshop. Hmm, I, I just broke my ba- glasses. What, my battle tactic is <laughs> I must run and hold hands. Oh, Damn it, I picked up the freaking... Oh, that's from last year, I picked yeah. up the Slaves to... Do- uh, not Slaves, the yeah, daughters. daughters one. <laughs> my battle tactic is already achieved <laughs> because I am playing Daughters of King. <laughs> hmm. uh, Thank we, you for my free points. We, we take a lot of shits on them, but honestly, it's kind of Do fun. they deserve it? <laughs> it's kind of They kind of deserve it. <laughs> it's kind of... I love that the preview for the US Open, they're like, oh, here's the armies that we think are going to win. Daughters of Cain. Daughters of Cain. <laughs> and some other ones. Seraphon, Daughters of Cain. <laughs> the, the, the best players of these other factions and then like three Daughters of Cain armies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a good army. Yes. Yeah. I, I just hate Marathi. I got real close when it came out before the whole thing, when the snakes came out. Because I was like, I kind of like the snake I designs. Like all, I like all snakes. Yeah, I wanted to run snakes in uh, the Canary. I thought they looked cool. But then I waited just a little too long before I got my models. And then Broken Realms started happening. And then I was like, nope, never again. Never. Never. Never looking at these models with any chance of me Can't playing them. think of how cool it actually would be to paint a Marathi. Stupid Marathi. Bitch. Anyway, what are we talking about? Uh, oh, yeah. Something about Gargans. Gargans. Who killed Marathi in a previous uh, iteration of this joke? I was waiting. No, I was throwing that to you, Eric. But... Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This, this, all, this entire show fell apart, which is <laughs> guys, yeah. well, pretty much par for the oh, course. Oh, we got, what, like Time an hour go. and a half in? That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, we made it a long way. All right. So we're going to talk about the Gargan mm. stuff. We're going to fly through the rules, and I don't mean like uh, we're going to, uh, you know, not read them because there's everything changed. But we're not going to like go into super stuff, because I also want to go over the War Scrolls, because uh, there's not enough of them to not talk about them individually. In fact, they kind of cheat, because the mob and the Gargant is like, well, just take the Gargant and multiply it by three. That's the mob. Like, I get why they did it, because when they've done the other three-pack things, the Shiver, for instance, the rules are always like, I'm sorry, is this a, it's a unit, but it's, it has abilities because it's a unit? What? One thing that I do appreciate is that the Games Workshop actually gave us a pack of three in a box. Yes. They weren't like, Whoa. oh, yes, too. Boy, the fence, uh, I was waiting on that one because I was like, okay, so they've always come in two packs or one pack way back in the day in twos. And I was like, are you going to do the three or are you mm-hmm. going to stick to the two? And just, it's going to be, 
you buy the two Pusco Blight Lords and you get the one, and then you gotta build a guy, and then you get a one left over kind of thing. But they've been a lot better with that. All the units that that are like you get a commander version and just a buddy version or two soldiers. They usually are like, if you bring the commander, you can also bring a solo of this guy. So you don't have to not play with the toys you bought. Uh, so that's kind of nice. I do, I, I'm glad that they did the three pack because I need exactly three more Gargans because I have exactly three more factions to kick bash. The worst part is I only need one because I did the points and I know we'll get to this probably later. The most you can run in a Gargan army is one War Stompa and ten Man Crushers. Hey, you just said my list. That's literally just my list. The list before, because that's the same list I ran. Yeah. That was the first list I ever made, was nine yep. Man Crushers and one War Stompa. One pack of three and a lot of babies. And people were like, you should bring two packs of three. And I'm like, nah, dog. These <laughs> babies are stupid. <laughs> they're running all over. What do you think they're going to do? Live? Yeah, they're not going to live. <laughs> but it was always challenging when I'd play a Gargan player, and they're like, okay, cool, what are you? And I'm like, well, I have uh, nine guys that count as ten, and I'm not going to charge all of them. I'm going to hold 12 objectives at once. Um, Confusing Gargan play. But, well, you know, talking about that real fast, old Gargans, a lot of times with your Mega and stuff, you were playing this weird game of keep away sometimes where you're like, I got to hold objective by keeping a toe on it, but I don't want to get in too much of a fight that I can't handle. And you kind of, you're doing a lot of things where you're like, I can retreat, which doesn't feel very Garganty, but it's tactically the smartest thing to do. Yes. Now it's a lot more like, cool, you can stay in the fight. You can... You don't have to play that keep away game just to score. It's funny because even though we had a ton of damage and a lot of survivability being the thirty five wounds. Yeah. Um some I mean, some armies just can't dish that out. It's we have more options. Yes. And and that and that's the nicest thing. Uh, we lost some, but we gained in a lot of others that yeah, this army can still go, all right, I'm not really thinking I'm going to stay on these objectives. Yeah. But there are missions out there where you do have six to eight. Yeah. And it's very dependent on how things go. And it's going to be challenging. For... It's If you play the old way with four megas, you're only going to, I mean, hold one, two yeah. at most. Um yeah, that, that playstyle always seems so risky to me because you're just one Biopiper away from having a whole-ass oh. Gargant not do anything for a turn. It and hurts. Like, and I know that because I'm an expert use of the Biopiper at two and a half inches to really fuck up your you game. Really, you're really good with the pipe? I know how to bow my pipe. Or pipe my bile? Pipe? I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bile this show. <laughs> it's, it already is. <laughs> but it's good that we're in good humor and they're balanced, though. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, so let's talk about the battle traits. Uh, that was a medieval doctoring joke for everyone else. Yes, it was. <laughs> Let's talk about the battle traits real fast. Uh, so, first one is Mightier Makes Rightier. Basically, all this means is it's on the War Scroll now, and it profiles, which is good. We were talking about this in between the break, and, like, there was a bad feel when I was playing Gargants, and somebody had my uh, Mega on, like, three wounds, and he was still 30 guys on the objective, and they had spent four turns to get him to three wounds, and he was like, nope, I outnumber your entire army. That was a bad feel. So, like, having it profile, I get it. It makes sense. I know? mean, it doesn't go down too much. No. To a point where it It just hurts. has to go down enough. Correct. Yeah, it goes down enough, and it doesn't... It's not a little guys, so they're still going to be whatever they are, which is nice. Um, so you can still do the cheesiness and have their toes on the objective if you want to. But it doesn't go down enough to where you're like, oh, God. But I, it needed to happen. It's a little nerf we needed. I'm okay with that. Um, and then, yeah, so... And Mark Man Crushes are still 10, so, you know. Bring nine of them. Bring ten of them. Bring twenty of them. Man crush are gonna man crush. Convince your friend to play a 4K army against Gargants and watch how the balance of this game goes right out the fucking window once you cross 2K. <laughs> We've been trying to figure out how to do like a six on six or an 8K versus 8K battle and it's like, 
you can't introduce certain I, models or they just are way too good. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I think I definitely went over buying Gargans. I would agree with but, that, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, when I added all the points, it was only about six less than six thousand. Oh, that's all right. Well, let's see. I mean, this was seven. This is six me- six megas mm-hmm. with broad, and nine man crushers, and Kragnos. Okay. Well, let's see. We can add in another. We can we can combine our Gargan forces. We should. Don't ask me how much money it costs to buy all that. I can do the math in my head, and I don't. I don't want to. Because I don't want that math directed back on me at any point in my life. What are you talking about, Mr. Stormcast? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, cool, you got 8K of Gargoyle. Uh, 16K of Stormcast. I just, anyway. I, just re- I just remember when, you know, when 3rd Edition released and there was the half box. And you got every half box that somebody didn't want. I, got, I still got unopened Dominion boxes. I, someone literally gave me one. Just gave me a Dominion box. Because they, like, they just wanted it out of their house. They just did not want it in their house. <laughs> and now it's in my house. I have... One day I'll paint another Yandroster or something. Or like a Chaos Yandroster would be cool. Ooh, that'd be darkness. Yeah, I should do that. Make a Chaos Champion version. Yeah. yeah. That's, Slick. That's not the book we're talking about it's now, though. It's not. No. All right. So uh, you, you still got to pick a tribe. Uh, and it's not optional. You must decide. Which makes sense. You can't run this without a Mega. Which is... I kind of was wishing there was going to be an option. I understand the army does not function without a Mega. But it would have been fun to have, like, oh, like in the Brutes where you could name, like, a Brute Commander. Right, kind of. and have, like, the the Wandering Man Crushers. Yeah, just be like, this Man Crusher's in charge, so he gets plus two wounds, and I don't get an artifact or anything, but I'm just gonna play with 20 Man Crushers <laughs> on the table. Like, I don't get command traits, I don't even, I have a War Scroll, and oh. that is my game. But that would have been fun to do. I mean, I guess you could still do it, because, you know, it's toys, and you gotta do whatever you, you want. make your own rules. Yeah. As long as Mr. James Workshop doesn't find out about it Nah, uh, well we i think we have him blocked on the podcast yeah he's our <laughs> he kept tagging us on weird stuff on twitter it's very strange twitter's a weird place right now oh uh, yeah so let's talk about the wrath of the titans these are the monstrous rampages which is basically the best part of the book for me oh 100 because they get their own <laughs> yeah they get their own i'm not which gonna makes lie sense. these wrath of the titans uh rampages definitely make you feel like king of the titans they do they like, really you feel like you brought big slammy pro wrestler toys to the table. Not just that is that when you have a monster to monster fight, you know going in that you have an advantage. Yeah. Because that you can do multiple things to those monsters <laughs> that no one else can do. So it's one of those things where I mean it's a huge it's a boon. It is. Yeah. Speaking of boons, do you want to read them for us, Zach? Cuz there're only yeah. three of them. So you might as well let let, let the viewers at home know who do not have a Gargan book in front of them, which is me, uh, mm-hmm. what these what these nice monstrous actions do. Well, let's start with the Beast Grapple. You grappled in Beast. Ooh. So the Beast Grapple, you pick an enemy monster within three and roll a dice on a three up. Uh, it is striking last. Uh, and also, you are also striking last. Basically, you hug them to the ground. Um, they did a rat of that to where it's only, if it's like a group of monsters or something, it's only one. You don't get to do... Like multiple, which I think was funny that you could grab like three monsters and just track them all down on the floor <laughs> with like, you. Just uh, one in my left hand, one in my right hand, one in my left foot, <laughs> yes. right foot, and I'm just gonna chop this one on the neck. Bite this guy <laughs> and then throw over. So yeah, that's that's kind of cool. I like that because like, guess Archeon, he's a monster. He is. He might want to strike first, and if you're like, now nah, you know what, I'm gonna sack the 450 points for this war crunch, uh, guy to just take you out of the spot for a little bit. That's a good term. Maybe maybe a little a little extra little man crusher runs in there and gets in there and does some yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Soften him up. Do a little it's I like it. It's it's fun, it's thematic, and it's tactical, which is nice. It's not just damage. It's like you can kind of plan out your turn a little bit. Um 
I'll read the second one because I want to give Eric the third one to read because that's the one that matters. Yeah. So the earth shaking roar. Uh, you pick an enemy unit with a wounds characteristic of one or two within three. Roll two d six. It's higher than the bravery. Fight each point that it exceeds the bravery. One model flees. Pretty nice. It is really nice. Yeah. Especially like you may not. It may not come up in a lot of games, but when it comes up, uh, especially against orcs. Sorry. Yeah. They. they <laughs> with our six bravery. Oh God, you bastards! <laughs> All this game leaves. Just, this game huh. player leaves. <laughs> Fortunately, it doesn't count for Battle Shock, but when you mm. have these small packs of five odd boys and then you roll pretty good, half of them run away. Can I tell you why the sentence, uh, it is not considered to be a Battle Shock test, is a boon? Ossiarch Bone Reapers. This is the only thing in the game that can force them to take the Battle Shock test, as I understand it. Because it's their rule specifically says they do not take Battle Shock tests. Right. Nope, not going to do it. Nope. And this doesn't count. It doesn't count. This doesn't count for Battle Shock test. So. Kind of one. Yeah. What is yeah. it? What is it? What is the bravery for the OBR? Oh, I think like it's all tens. Yeah, they're all tens. Oh, well, okay. So I think weirdly the Masons are like eights or something, okay. but they don't care, right? So I don't know. It, I feel like they showed it on the worst for like a I mean, thirty. They care about Just like, not caring. Yeah, it's weird because I guess things like this can target it. So you're still even even no, if you went after the more tech. This can't because the fact is that you have to have a wounds characteristics of one or two. Yeah, more tech guard, one wound. Oh, I thought you were talking about the character. Oh no 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 Catacross. Oh, nah. No, not Catacross. Yeah, Catacross. Yeah. No, that Catacross is what you do the next. Oh, he's not a monster. Never mind. You can't colossal slay. Thank, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Brutes for three wounds each, because otherwise I'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That would they, be, that'd they be, that'd be like, bad feels. Uh, Black Kings and stuff. All the yeah. all the meaty. All the really infantry. meaty ones. Uh, but this one or two. That's almost every Stormcast outside of Annihilators. Right. Like that whole army, and they usually have a bravery of like seven, seven or to eight. eight. Yeah. But you don't want to lose two vin- vindictors. You don't want to lose anybody in a Stormcast army to a battle shock test, basically. Right. I mean, it's great, especially since it's like, yeah, it's two wounds. It's you may get lucky, you may not, but it's extra damage that because of the fact that we we're all monsters, monsters rampages. You run out of monsters rampages to do. Yeah, yeah. That's like, what happened with me with the old War Stompers. That I would do them, and I'd be like, cool. Well, I guess I'm done. I ran out of the book, doesn't have any more things for me to smash right now. I would just smash a scenery piece just to do it. <laughs> like, I'm just going to run that guy over there just so I can do all four of the rampages. So, yeah, it's nice because you're probably going to have, if you're running anything with babies in it, you're going to have the option to do this kind of stuff. So, the babies don't get the Wrath of Titans. Yeah, but I'm saying your babies can do the other ones. Correct. And then yeah. your Megas can do these guys. 100%. Yeah, and then that way you're not like, oh, is it worth it to try the Stomp or the Roar? Because, like, the Stomp's guaranteed damage, the Roar could be more. You know, you can go, yeah, the baby's going to Stomp, and now I'm going to Roar and do yeah. double end. But not just that. It's just good synergy in the whole army where it makes you like, oh, wow, let me bring in these babies to help the Mega Gargans. Yes. It's not like a, you know... I want to help daddy situation. It's not like a step aside, son. I got this. Yeah. So what was that last one then? You want to read this last one to us? I'll read it. Yeah. Hopefully I can do Macho Man voice. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. For one enemy monster that's not part of a unit consisting of two or more models, and that is within three of this unit. Roll <laughs> dice on a three plus. You can remove that monster from the battlefield and set it up again anywhere wholly on open ground. Woo! Within <laughs> of this unit, that monster suffers D3 mortal wounds. In addition, subtract one from the hit rolls for the attacks 
before the unit carrying this monstrous rampage until the end of the turn following combat phase. Whoa, you tell me that if you face up against this colossal slime monster, you got a 48% chance of beating this monster. All right. All right, so now what that means is you got a 27% chance of beating two of the colossal slams. Now back me up on this. Okay, so that's a 64% chance. You got a 100% chance of getting body slammed, right? And a 100% chance... Thursday night, <laughs> Rumbles and Gigabytes. <laughs> JW, bring these toys. Watch me roll a two. But now it won't happen. And then I'm negative one to hit. Because you're still negative one to hit. I assume the Gargant jumps and the monster moves out of the way. And the Gargant just misses entirely and falls I'm on the ground. I'm so glad that you did Steiner math. Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember that, the actual numbers. Yeah, that, that joke, it's, uh, it's 33 and third. That, that's what it is. Yeah. Fuck, I forgot. It's the 33 and third. 33 and a third. <laughs> It's sacrifice! Watching him do that was like, just watching his brain struggle. Because uh-huh. there's a moment where you can see him go, uh-oh. And like, he has to keep yeah, going. He's keep Much going. like Eric, the, he had to commit to the you bit. Have to, you have to keep it to the bit. The best, the best part about that entire thing is while Steiner Math is happening, Petey Williams, who is who's being baby Steiner at the time, yeah. is like doing is to the side. And you can see him he's trying just... to do the math in his head <laughs> and also keep a straight face and like also try and pump himself. Oh, uh, God, that's just, it. Genu- like there's not a lot that happened in TNA that's like really fun to look at. But Jesus, Steiner Math is just, it's, it's the cream of the crop. Because <laughs> it rises to the top. Oh, man. Oh. We, we lost some audience on that one. And I don't give a shit. <laughs> They deserve to be here. Uh, I heard, uh, I was listening to the AOS Coach show on uh, this book, and they were talking about, because um, he did one with, uh, oh, I forgot his name, guy from Reeling Ones. The, kid, the guy that sounds like us, he's from the South somewhere. <laughs> the guy that sounds like one of us. Uh, he he was talking about, they were going to do uh, Mega Gargants as various professional wrestlers. Oh. Like have like a Ric Flair, do a Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Stone Cold. Someone you know? told me, he was like, hey, if you don't make one of the Nacho Libre, like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. They have, they have the gut for the Nacho Libre. But not just yeah. that, they have the mask. Yeah. See, here's the, the thing. Though, you, you've got to do all 80s wrestlers. Because let's be real, if anybody was if anybody's Royden in these things, it's going to be Gargans. Yeah, that's true. But we got to avoid all the 80s ones like Iron Sheik that are like, ugh, you can't, you can't do that guy. Hey, he breaks the back. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think we should break it. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the wrestling things are like, oh, that's funny. Oh, that's just a straight-up harmful stereotype. No, we didn't know that back then. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Well, it's not like you murdered anybody. All right, so here we go. Right around the table right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What professional wrestler would you kitbash your Gargan to be? Eric first. Oh, that's tough. From any time. Any, any time. level. There's an okay. obvious one because his I, name is I v, would, but Even though I love Macho Man and my favorite, it, one of the favorites is The Rock, the mm-hmm. Johnson. Johnson. Uh, he's like my man crush. Uh, so Rock, Understandable. you listen yeah. to this. <laughs> yeah, good sir. No. Only Henry Cavill listens to this show. Either way, love you guys. Uh, but no, I would probably have to say the Undertaker. That's a good one. That's a good one. Would you do a Gate Crusher? Because uh, death. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Gatebreaker. Yeah, that makes sense. Or Gatebreaker. Yeah, whatever. Gate but guy. just the just like the the paint with the face and everything, you can definitely. I feel like that would be a really. Cool. Could you kitbash another Undertaker face so that he could remove it and just be the Undertaker underneath it dramatically? <laughs> I mean, when you buy this many kits as us, yeah, you we, got, have, we got some bits. You got the face bits. We got some bits. I was gonna kitbash a Gargant that's just an arm coming out of a base holding a club. <laughs> Sub Gargant. I can tell that Josh has one ready for this, so I'm gonna do mine because Josh is probably gonna be a lot funnier. Uh, I'm gonna go away with the obvious because Andre the Giant. That's yep. the obvious one, which I think AOS Coach said that. Uh, I'm going to say I want Mr. Foley. I want Mankind. Ooh. That's what I want. I want a just absolutely insane-looking <laughs> Mega Gargant. Half-co- and I want the Hell in a Cell Mankind 
host. I want him Ooh. covered in blood. With the tooth hanging out the nose. tooth hanging out the nose. I want this fucked up Mick Foley. Just, that's the mega gargant I want. Just a tattered t-shirt and a sock on his hand. All right, Josh. Okay. What obscure wrestler are you going to name the nose? No, it's not going to be. Well, okay. Well, okay, so I've got a couple, right? Okay. All, right. All, right, all right. One I think would be excellent and very easy one to do. you got to do Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah, that was easy. Like, that you just throw it, like, through the two-by-four over the yeah. thing, have him, you know, get you to do the ho, all that fun stuff. I mean, that's perfect. Yeah, it'd be easy to do a yeah. kit-bash two-by-four. E- e- easy kit-bash two-by-four. Another one that would be very interesting, uh, a lot of paint job on this one. Uh, what about a Bruce the Barber beef- beefcake? Got to get the scissors and all the little tassels. <laughs> How did I know you were going to pick the weirdest, <laughs> like, niche wrestler? He wasn't niche in the 80s okay okay, look he was a lower card worker but he was best friends with hulk hogan so of course he got like a prominent spot yeah i know that doesn't age well that doesn't age well um but you know look a gargant with a pair of scissors is hilarious that is pretty funny yeah that is pretty funny especially if he runs with it i like that's true i like a gargant barber because i mean somebody had to probably i mean honestly you don't even have to like green stuff or make scissors you just put Crap put actual little crap scissors in his hand. And I have one more for you because I just thought of it. Oh, yeah? Another 80s wrestler. But if we did um, Jake the Snake Roberts and took Marathi and wrapped it like around oh, one of the... Oh, <laughs> yes. And wrapped it around one of the Gargans. Like, uh, uh, like a boa? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's that an expensive really... ass kit That's a very expensive kit That you got to spend 10 minutes explaining every time you put it down. I'm not going to lie. People have made more expensive kit bashes out there. That's true. That's true. I hate when I see a kit bash that's five... Two hundred dollar models, and I'm like, "What? Stop!" It's like, why, why, why have the uh, Tyranid uh, jaw coming in there with the yeah Argon? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've got like, I've got like eight more. You've, you've like, you've, you've crossed my two streams. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, what I, you could do is put a base down and be like John Cena. That's true. You can do the him. John Cena. I also kind of do just because he wasn't ever my favorite, but he was everyone on my bus ride's favorite. Stone Cold. Oh yeah, I feel like yeah. doing a doing a Steve Austin there. I mean, they do have those jugs yeah. in the Man Crusher kit that you can just literally have. Yeah, yeah. Jugs. Nobody can see the freaking hand things. We're doing we're a lot doing. of fun hand gestures yeah. that nobody can see. Nobody about can jugs. see them. Hey, uh, let's we should talk about some uh, other stuff in this book because that <laughs> that's a segue that we stole from another show and then made funny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're actually funny too. All right, uh, what do we got for uh, enhancements? <clears throat> We've got a couple here. Um, what's cool about this is they go for anybody now. So you have your generics and your specifics. So you have more options, finally. Options, nice. you say? Options, yes. It's very convenient, too, because they took some of the coolest uh, artifacts from the last edition and made it to a way that every Gargan can take it. So it's really not a, oh, man, I, I have to take this Gargan for this yep. artifact. Um I mean, you still have to take the artifact from that tribe, uh, at least for that. But also, you can have the artifacts of power, especially if you run multiple different uh, gargants. Yeah. Uh, if you have a Kraken Eater and a War Stomper, the War Stomper can get the regular artifacts, and the Kraken Eater can get the Kraken Tribe. So it's not like you're – you have a lot more flexibility. Yeah. Yeah, you're not like, what's your list? Uh, War Stomper, Ironwald, Cestus, he is old and shouty. Yeah, everyone has that. If why you, Why not? If, if you have the, the four, best combination. If you have the four plus thing, it's like, oh, you want spicy. Yeah. 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 Oh, you decided to lose your model. Because <laughs> everyone's going to target it. And you're never going to roll a four plus. No. Oh, man. 
I had a Gargant one time on, I think he was like three or four wounds, and I think I warded like the next ten damage. Just, just absolutely cranked ward saves. It was so frustrating. <laughs> for Not for me, I was winning. All right, um... So what's uh, what's your favorite <clears throat> command trait out of here? The uh, the vague ones here, the vague ones, the generic ones. That's not vague. That's not even the right word. What? So, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them are really good. Uh, Monster's toughness, having forty wounds, is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Furious temper, I think, is fantastic, especially since we can't do the one CP fight on top bracket. If you mm -hmm. just fight on top bracket normally, that's That's great because the amount of attacks got reduced. Yeah. And each one counts. Uh, I think the lamest one out of there is just the plus one to charge rolls. Yeah. Because it's like, all right. I mean, if you really wanted to get in there, you just would have auto six ran your man crushers yeah. B15 within, and then you're like, yep, we're going in. I guess because it's suns, you could, it's plus one to your megas as well, which is nice. It is. But like, I don't know. I've, the plus one to charge in this army has never mattered to me because I'm always either three inches away or the entire board. So it's like, I don't need the it's, plus one. It's three or ten. There's no in-between. no in-between. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I think out of those, I, I, I tend to agree. I think either tough or temper. The temper's probably fun, but I'd probably go with tough because I would remember it more. Easier. And there's yeah. also a lot of great command traits for each faction that really brings home the what that faction is supposed to represent. Yeah. Um, I will say the, the Titanic trophies do have some good ones in there. There's uh, two that I really like. And one that I'm like, eh, and one that I'm like, this doesn't apply to me because I have a War Stomper. So I think uh, he's the only one that can't take one of these things. Our so. two is the, probably going to be the same. Yeah. All right. Well, tell me, tell me one of yours on one, three. 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 One. Oh, wait, Josh, count us into three, and then we're going to say our first artifact that we like the most. Okay. All right. Ready? So ready? Yes. Six, five, four, three. Glowy shield of protection. Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, which is funny because my second favorite is the glow shield protection. Extra well, Callous Feet is the one that I don't like because you, a War Stomper can't take it. Oh, no. So so it doesn't apply to me. So, so it's automatically out. I, I'm, uh, Glowy Shield Protection is an old War Stomper artifact that got transitioned, yeah. uh, which I thought it was the best artifact in the book. Uh, this one is still just as good mm -hmm. due to the fact of how many negative one rend characteristics yeah. are in this game. Almost everything in the game has at least one negative rend. And if you do a Mystic Shield... Or a um, even a fine a finest hour. That's a three plus armor save against most mm -hmm. units, which uh, is nice because honestly, sitting on on fours is a little risky currently in this meta because there's a lot of ones and there's some twos. There's a lot of there's a lot of good units that are rocking negative two rend. Yeah, and you don't want to get forty attacks at negative two and on a guard. Not just that. There's a lot of coming up books that are having a lot more output. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with low rent. all of our guys are on big bases, so feel free to pile in all 40 of whatever that is, and you're going to hit me with all of them. Yeah. So cutting the rend by one, because that's what this does. This reduces the rend uh, characteristic from negative one to zero. Uh, now, to clarify, it does not reduce all rend characteristics. It only changes a negative one to a zero. So if it's rend two, that still goes through to two, baby. Correct. So it's like, oh, uh, it's good, but only for little things, but still pretty decent. And it has a fun ability. Is that what you're going to say? Yes. Yeah. And this has come up in a lot of my games where if you attack and roll a six to save, the attacker takes one mortal wound, which yeah. Ouch. is great, especially once like someone goes in and like, oh, man, I couldn't clean you up, but you have the chance of actually killing that one or two last model mm -hmm. if you roll lucky enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, it's it's more damage back, too, because, you know, gar Gargants are swingy, and sometimes you put them into a fight, and it's like, oh, I've missed all the... Well, that's it. He and as a destruction damage. army, you 
you don't charge just one. Yeah. The other one I will say that I like a little bit uh, is the one, the scavenger wake. Mm -hmm. uh, once per battle at the start of the combat phase, you pick an enemy unit within three inches of the barrel, roll a number of dice equal to the number of the models in that unit to a maximum of ten. For each four up, it's a mortal wound. It's basically a free horde clearing if you don't have, like, a good way to get rid of a horde or you need that little extra push because it's tying you up and you want to get over there and fight that thing. Yeah. So it's, like, a little extra damage that happens um, not out of sequence because it's the start of the combat phase, but it may kill something before it hits you because it's at the start, and then you're allowed to redirect somewhere else. Just a little flexibility. And once if it, and if it does go off, and it, there will be chances it will go off. Yeah. It will be dramatic in your game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Shoot, killing, uh, doing four or five mortal wounds to a unit just for free is like, that. that's pretty nice. Not gonna lie. And then we move into the tribes, which are uh, all on one page, which is, I mean, they're not all on one page. That would be a nightmare. No. That's the Skaven it's book. It's a page per tribe. The Skaven book is like all on one page, and it's so hard to look at. Nonsense. It's Absolute nonsense. nonsense. It's absolutely bad. <clears throat> so we have, uh, we got the four tribes. Uh, let's talk about it real fast. Let's go uh, take a tribe. This is uh, this would be a guy that likes to eat krakens. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He's the guy. Seafood diet. He used to be the guy on the book, but now he's not anymore. He got he got the time on the. Was he the guy? On the no, book? the first book was the War Stomper. And where am I thinking? Of? Oh, he was the guy that first advertised was yes. the kraken eater. Yeah, so he was like the first one we saw, uh, and I was like, I hope the other ones are better, and they are. They're all better. Visually, yeah. I mean, kraken eater's doing a weird hip turn thing, and he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't look as cool. I don't like his bag of stuff. But I do like his abilities, because he's got... I'll read the first one, and or you want to read the second one? Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. Get rid of them. Uh, for contesting objectives, each man crusher counts as 15 instead of 10, and add 5 to the Kraken Eaters that are contesting an objective. So even if they're profiled down to the bottom... And that did get changed from 2.0, because 2.0 was all Mega Gargans. Yeah. This one is just Kraken Eaters. So. Yeah. So which is Remember understandable, as you'll be bringing more Gargans together. Correct. You know. So this this doesn't benefit like a uh, war stomper or a gatebreaker, so to speak. But yeah. another command uh, that is really good that people look over is I want that for me collection. You can use this command ability at the start of the combat phase. The command can only be issued by a general, and the unit receives the command must be a friendly man crusher gargant unit until the end of that phase. Add one to the damage characteristics of attacks made with melee weapons that target a enemy that the bearer is an artifact of power or is unique. And oh. that's important because any special character or any hero that has an artifact of power, those man crushes will get an additional plus one damage. Yeah. That's nice. I To me, though, it's like, it's so situational. Because there's so many armies that don't care about their unique characters or artifacts. Like, good luck getting to my Bone Splitters wizards in enough time for this to really matter. It, you it, know? it matters in a mop. Yeah. And that's what I saw a lot about this book. The whole synergy between the me the megas and the mobs are kind of being displayed here. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you aim a mob, I think though if I if I sat down at the table and uh, and then stood up again and I saw my opponent was playing Taker Tribe and that I had anything that was unique, I'm like I'm not giving you anywhere near that. No, like I'm immediately going to play against this specific rule. So I guess in a way you're making your opponent make choices. That's what the game's about. So it's nice. I feel like out of all of them, this is my least favorite. Just out of all the trials. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's just... I, I, because of that, because the other, uh, I don't know, battle traits to me are just empirically a little better. So, But remember, I'm not a good player. <laughs> I will have to disagree. I just I just know what I like. Well, I'll disagree. One, you are a good player. But ah. two, um, Take a Tribe is 
2.0, I hated Taker Tribe. I never wanted to play them. Mm-hmm. I really, I played three cr- cr- Krakens once and putted the objective on the other side of the table just to say I did it once. But That's the fun thing to me that they, that they do. But cr- I think Taker Tribe right now in the current meta is one of the best. But with really? Gits coming out and how many other people are playing Hordes, that can definitely change. The new GHB will change. Yeah, we should say we're recording this uh, going right into the December and like right before Thanksgiving, and so we know the new GHB is threatening to come up in January. Not just that, the ogres have shooting. Oh, they're do a forty k they? army now. Yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, Lumineth is still archers, salamanders, so it's very, yeah. very important in trying to make sure you minimize the amount of damage you take. I understand. I. uh... I, I will admit I've never actually played as Taker Tribe. But I looked at it, and in this book I looked at all of them, and I was like, mm, it's because the least fun. Because a lot of people are going away from Expert Conquerors. Yeah. They're going away from Glacian Veterans because of the fact that Bounty Hunters and people are using Bounty Hunters, and it's just hurting them. So having the ability to count as 15 mm-hmm. instead of just a squad of 10 will – because every monster is 5, and Ogres are 10. Yeah. But with Kraken Tribe, you go 15. So if you have a Frost Lord on there, you don't even need to attack the Frost Lord. Just have a baby sit on the objective. Yeah. And you you took it. Which is nice. That's I feel like that's probably why I looked at this and was like, eh, it's because it's very tactical in the way you're going to do stuff. And I'm like, I want to push all my guys across the Correct. table and just smash the army on the first it, turn. It, it took a while to get out of that. Yeah. But yeah. it's it can be beneficial for both. But the command trait, very acquisitive. Yeah. I had some people say is broken i don't know i mean i, I don't think it's broken yeah i can't but think, i uh, i do good, see how powerful but it should it be is. like it's good but it should be i mean what else are they going to give kraken tribe that's yeah their whole thing is that they take stuff and they have so. a lot of port so yeah <laughs> so uh also the other one enemy units within six inches this general cannot receive the inspiring presence or rally commands um that is useful because but 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 i've had people doesn't that already happen it's three inches Okay, but like, you're gonna Look. tell me you're gonna take the extra three inches, ladies, over <laughs> over the chance to uh, get two artifacts? No, I'm, you're no, gonna take I'm the two gonna artifacts every time. But I'm just saying, very quick. But I've had chances where I've went into a horde and they pulled out of combat, yeah, and I couldn't wipe them out because of that. Uh, but I mean, let's just say this: Archeon is following our footsteps because we had it first. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Archeon, boy, that Archeon War Scroll. In the Sith Darkness book, it's, it's yeah. got it's got pictures. In, it has a war scroll inside of his war scroll. That's how complex it is. That's not a lie. In his war scroll is a little separate war scroll for the battle <laughs> actions that his heads can do on his beast. Yep, it's crazy. Uh, how about this? So we got two artifacts of power here. Uh, we have the Wallop and Tentacle, which is the start of the combat phase. You pick an enemy hero within three inches. Once again, hero targeting stuff. So you know, uh, you roll a die on a four up. It suffers D three and strike last. I'm looking at this and going, cool. Uh, I need to be near a hero and roll a four up. Nope, not taking that. For me, personally. Yeah. No, it's... it's <laughs> I go for the things that least rolls required to have the thing happen. It's very situational, but when it goes off, it will dramatically swing the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know... Because unlike... a hero could be Archeon. Correct. Archeon, it could be a small hero, or it could be a another mega. Could be another mega. Yeah, we got to talk in a little bit about the, the mirror matches that are going to happen and how weird they're going to be with this book. Just people choke slamming everybody across the table. But not If just... you're doing a Gargant mirror match and you don't have the squared circle set up, like, you got to you gotta do it. You, 100%. you have to. You got to have rings around, like, a little, little yeah. 
rope. Oh, absolutely. I think at that point you just drop a cage. Like a cage has to lower from the ceiling. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. Uh, and if you reach under every table at Gigabyte, there's a folding chair. I mean, no, honestly, we did have that. Uh, we did a destruct King of the Hill destruction. Yeah. Matchup, and it was literally everyone went in the middle, and it was two gardens left. I feel like I played that, but I can't remember what I did. <laughs> I probably played gardens because that's what I would do. Yeah. But uh, it was great. So uh, what's what's this Lantern. Lantern? They did FAQ it, so please make sure you read your FAQs because a lot of people don't. Uh, in your hero phase, the bearer can attempt to cast one spell that summons an endless spell in the same manner as a wizard. In the FAQ, they say that you become a wizard and that you can cast a spell. You don't learn a spell when you become a wizard. Like, you don't Correct. become a wizard and you gain Arcane Bolt Mystic Shield. You just become a wizard. Yeah. And you can throw an endless spell. But... And the spell is doubled. But boy, can you whip that purple sun just straight across the field. Not just that. I always wanted to try Soul Screen Bridge and Kragnos. Can he fit? Yes. Oh, then yeah. There yeah, you go. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrifying. I have, holy shit! I had a Gits Blade dude to me and I was like, oh my god. That just... This- all of a sudden, a portal opens, a bridge of bone and sinew erupts, and then Kragnos is on it. Fuck you. <laughs> That's what that looks like to the, the one free guild guy holding a dagger that he's taped to a sword to make it a little longer. He's like, I don't want to deal with this. Too they, don't, much. they don't pay me enough. <laughs> they don't. Oy. Uh, yeah, so that's the, that's the Taker Tribe. I'm going to keep us moving here. We got the Breaker Tribe. Uh, this one is for the Gate Breakers. These are the, the big flail swinging guys. So uh, they, got a, they have a bunch of battle traits because they get to pick a fun thing with theirs. And I really like the names on this. So the main thing they first get is that they add one to damage um, by each Man Crusher Gargant that targets an enemy that is part of garrison or wholly on a terrain feature. That's kind of cool. There's a lot of big terrain pieces. Once again, kind of subjective because if you're playing in a tournament and they don't have a lot of terrain and you end up on the Wild West table with two pieces of Tatooine on it and like, what is the other thing that's on that table all the time? It's like two pieces of Moss Eisley Cantina. Uh, a western saloon, yeah. like a tree. It's the weird. It's it's always the and last one. And a graveyard. One. And a great and that one graveyard that we all hate. It's falling apart. So like, it's subjective, but also really good. Sorry, Ko. Yeah, you're garrisoned. Uh, do you count as garrisoned in Ko? Yeah. If you're in yeah. Ship? yeah oh do. wow. Oh wow. That's just. So carriage and overlords, you get an extra damage. He's just sticking his hand in the ship, just rooting around. <laughs> and like, ooh. Just, it's like a, he just rip it, rips it open while little, uh, yeah. all little dwarfs fall that's out. That's the and just best part. Mouth, like, that's the best part of an ironclad is uh, you just pop the top on it. And it's and it's, and it's, it's like empty. Pringles. Yeah. My poor uh, little sky dwarfs. I right. had to go into that because Fierce Loathing actually affects against the minus one. Oh, we got to tell ramming speed first. Oh, oh. Yeah, we got we got to tell ramming speed first. Well, I didn't know how you're going. Cause you you, you jumped down. It's you down go in and order. To the right. This is an order. Do you not listen to the podcast? This is what the hell is wrong. Get a new guest. Get That's a different a... guest in here. I'm leaving. <laughs> Eric Lonely. <laughs> oh God, that's not going to sound good. Uh, I'll read ramming speed so you can talk about the fun parts. <laughs> ramming speed, command phase. Uh, you, you use a command ability to start your charge phase. Uh, it can only be issued by a general and must be issued to a man crusher guardian unit. Uh, they can attempt. It's the Kragnos charge. You get an 18 inch charge. You get 3d6. Today's a good day to die. Yep. Ramming speed. Ramming speed. <laughs> Dive. It, it, like I said before, it's interesting because a lot of these command traits that you can use as a general. Facts, man crushes. Yeah. Only. 
It, yeah, that kind of makes sense. I mean, there they're, you're doing a lot more in the game than your big guys, usually, because you've got more of them to do stuff. Yep. So why don't you tell us about the Fierce Loathings? What do you get to pick when you start this army? So you only get to pick one, uh, unless you get the command trait, which we'll talk about later. Yep. But you got... I'm going to butcher this, and I apologize. There's, it's not a real word, so... <laughs> Welcome Pussy to the podcast. Boots and <laughs> Pussy boots. <laughs> Okay, so I don't think we can use oh, the word awesome. pussy boots. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, all right, well. Oh my god. Uh, it's bossy boots. Though it's pronounced boy pussy boots. <laughs> can you get it right? All right, well, we know what the uh, the tag for this episode is. <laughs> if we were monetized, we'd be D. But speaking of the D, tell us about that bussy boot. <laughs> bossy boots and cl- clever clogs. Add one hit rolls of dex. <laughs> Plus one hit if you're hitting a wizard or a hero. I think I think that's where we are. Uh, yeah. Idiots with flags. Add one to hit rolls for attacks made by the unit that targeted a totem <coughs> on a unit with any command models. And one of these. Add one to hit rolls for attacks made by the unit that target a war machine or monster. And Ooh, and this like is just said, a static thing that applies the whole correct. army. So, like, what's cool about that, I mean, I kind of feel like you go with idiots for flags most of the time because a lot of armies have... Totems. A, yeah, they got a guy with a totem or a command unit or a war shrine or and something. totems is either the musician, standard bearer, or champion. Yep. So even if they just have a champion... You got it. So make sure when you're stuffing them in your bag to not pull out the three guys that give you the <laughs> extra ability to hit them. Because that does happen. Leave the trumpet alive. Just leave the guy on the drum set. <laughs> leave him alive. Leave the musician. I'll eat him last. The gargant's like, oh, and then like stops over a guy. No, no, no. And then moves to the next guy. The guy's like, he really likes my sax solo. Knew I brought. I knew I brought the right instrument today. <laughs> they all laughed at me when I was reading my sax. The rest of the Bone Reapers laughed at me at my bone sax. But I'll show those bussy boots. All right. So. All right. So the Breaker Tribe command traits. Uh, while Eric dies, I'm going to read these real fast. So there's one: the extremely bitter. You can pick a second fierce loathing. That's pretty good. Like you know, plus one to two different types of things. If you pick. Hero, wizard, and totem, you've kind of got most That's of That's pretty much everything. Yeah, besides war machines. Who's bringing war machines? And and monster. <laughs> those, free are, guild, are, those, those damn free guild. I was like, are KO war machines? Do they count? Uh, no. I think so. I don't know. Let's look this up. I actually don't know. No, they, but they don't. I don't think so. No, they don't, I don't think they have a war machine keyword. Um, but the nice thing is that most big heroes are a monster. Yeah. Archeon's a monster. A lot of the heroes that are very... Killy are very played often or monsters. Yeah. And then we got Seize Red, which is um, you in the combat phase, the generals within three of a defensible terrain feature or an enemy unit that's wholly on a terrain feature, use the top row of its general damage table. That seems pretty easy to do if you have a gaming club or area that plays with defensible terrain. If you don't, then it's never going to happen. Yeah. So The ships do have the War Machine keyword. Okay, cool. So that specifically is just like KO or monsters. That's a, that's I mean, a fuck, take, that's or a Iron Will. Break a, a big old fuck you to KO. <laughs> just about. And then the Breaker Tribe Artifacts of Power, the Great yeah. Wrecker, which is one of my favorites, uh, Gate Breaker only. If the unmodified hit roll for an attack made with the Bearer's Fort Crusher Flail is six, that attack causes D3 mortal wounds to the target in addition to any damage inflicts. Yeah, that, in addition is what's important. Because I looked addition, at that and I was like, that's not good. But then I saw in addition. 
I mean, it's just an extra three damage on top of the four damage it deals. Yeah, that's what's nice. You could just, hey, here's seven bucks, seven bucks, seven damage a hit. Here's seven bucks. Uh, and the King Slaughter Cowl, which is Gatebreaker only, of course. Um, add one to wound rolls when he's targeting a hero. So you could be plus one to hit, uh, plus one to wound on heroes. Yes. It's pretty solid, pretty solid. And a lot of heroes are big, scary things that you do want to kill fast. Yeah. All right, so now we're on to the next one. This is the new one, I think, right? Yep, yeah, Smasher. this is the new one, the Smasher Tribe. All right, I'll I'll take the first one you get. Please, because I don't want to mispronounce it anymore. <laughs> this is called Boner Crunching Strikes. I'm so, sorry, what did you say? You heard me. When a friendly Man Crusher Gargan fights, if it's within three inches of an enemy monster boner, you can say that it will unleash a Boner Crunching Strike. If you do so until the end of the phase, the attack characteristics of its unit's massive and swollen club is one and cannot be modified. The damage characteristic is increased to a girthy 46, and all attacks made with its massive club must target the enemy boner monster. That's rules is written, so I have, I'm, I'm just reading it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, that's very accurate. Eric, you want to read the other one to yeah, us? Don't let a few cuts stop you. You can use command ability at the start of the command phase. The command can only be received and issued by a general. Uh, received by a man crusher. Until the end of that phase, use the top row of that dam unit's damage table, regardless of how many wounds it has suffered. In addition, until the end of that phase, each time a model in that unit is slain, if that model has not fought yet in that phase, that model can fight before it's removed from play. And Just that is... Pretty nice. Yeah. yeah Especially like since we get multiple combats and... It's not like 40k where you charge in and you do all your combats first. You Sometimes you may have to sacrifice those man crushers. And you want to keep your man crushers around on this list type specifically because um, the chance to do 46 to a monster <laughs> per little guy is insane. Yeah. Because you could have them all do that. It, it's not a command ability to have them do the bone crunching and strike. all it takes is one failed save. Yep, that's it. Uh, it's insane that, like, it's going to be the most nervous dice roll for your opponent. <laughs> when they're like, okay, cool. You're like, yeah, if I roll this, I get to roll 46. That's the damage. And you're like, and oh, that, I don't want to do that. On average, with four dice, that's seven on two. So that's 14 yeah. damage. It's enough to kill most mid-level guys, monster-wise. Like, yes. your your middle Stormcast, your uh, those kind of crib, just like that kind of stuff. And it's enough that that's from one little 150-point model. You get two of those for 300 points. You could solo Archeon straight off the table on the first time you fight him. Oh, with this, just straight up murder him based on hotness and dice rolls. Knock him out the park. Yeah, that's the great knock him out the park. That's the greatest part about destruction armies is it's like, yeah, you're gonna do all right, but oh boy, could you? Oh, could you? That one time, sweats in Malcrusher. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. What is Malcrusher? 18. 18. Yeah, he's right in the danger zone. He's, he's like, it's like it's like the perfect little danger zone of. Don't 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 want none of that. Don't want any of that smoke. The one time you roll two ones. What's cool is you go, okay, cool. Well, there's four other man crushers here, so he's also going to do it. Just keep doing <laughs> Just it. Just keep doing it. Don't works. Yeah. Um. So I, I like that. That's a really cool ability. Super specific because you've got to find an army with no monsters. That's it. You but don't get to use your stuff. The situational ability to use it is fantastic. Yeah. And it can turn the tide. And just like a lot of these... It's all situational. Yeah. In the utility. You Gar don't have to do it. Gargants are an army that if you know what your opponent is bringing, you can absolutely bring, bring the worst you thing for them to have to deal with. Just not make friends with Gargants. Yeah. Don't do that. Make friends with Gargants. They're big and they'll smush you otherwise. All right. We got two command traits. You take the first one. I'll take the second one. Seize green. Once per battle, at the start of the phase, you could say that this general is Gorkamorka made manifest. If you do so, this general has a four plus ward save against mortal wounds until end of that phase. 
That is all right. Wait, that what? Is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You get a four plus ward save against, against mortal, mortal wounds, wounds. Oh, okay. only. Not regular wounds. Yeah, it's okay. not. It's Never not mind. as good as it sounds. Never it's mind. decent, situational, decent. But not just that. It's once per battle. Yeah, I was just having a br- I was having a brief moment where I was like, but there's no, other, there's nothing in the Gorkamorkas that get a four plus ward save. Uh, yeah. war, the Wargrave Prophet. No, he's a five. He's a five. He's a four plus. He's mm-hmm. a five now. Is it when he walks? Well, the bone splitters all go to a. They all, they all go, the bone splitters all go to a four up when yeah. they do their when they do their. But, wall, I, I but they like only get that once Nobody has that. Right. Stormcast have it. They got some over there. Um. So that one, I'm like, that's all right. I like the next one better. The marrow drinker. Uh, each time you slay a monster with the general, roll a number of dice equal to the monster's wound. For each five <clears> up, you can heal a wound. That's kind of cool. That's pretty I mean, solid. It's yeah. it's every wound counts in tournaments and everything else. Oh yeah. So one wound allocated, especially if you're in combat, will mean the difference between life and death. I mean, there's a lot of times where I lost models on the, on the uh, right amount. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I hate that one. It's like, he's got one wound. Oh, he's dead. Yep. Like the right at the level thing. So let's talk about the artifacts of power. The Smasher Tribe. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Shatterer so I can shut this out. All right. Beast Shatter only. If the unmodified wound roll for an attack made by the bearer's mean here, are we going to go ahead and say that's mean here? I've been here. Mean here? Okay, well, I've been here for a while. You good. Um, Club targets an enemy hero, monster, war machine is a six. The unit's armor has been shattered. I love when they add in the lore into the thing Mm -hmm, like that. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, If it's been shattered, ignore positive modifiers to save rolls for attacks that target that unit. That's pretty good. It doesn't say negative. It doesn't say negative. That's true. And uh, I'm a little sad that it's not the uh, vitrolic spray from Anvilgard, which is like, change the save characteristic to blank. But I understand why that is in the worst army, because it's the best spell. It's also casting value of eight, I think. Uh, Yeah, so that's the Smasher Tribe. And we got the Stomper Tribe, which is uh, my favorite. It's literally the only tribe I've ever played as, like, on the table, because I only owned a War Stomper up until two weeks ago. And it's one of my favorite tribes. Absolutely. I I loved it back when it wasn't great because there wasn't a lot of horde meta and then when the galatian veterans thing came out and i realized i could put them in bounty hunters i was like jesus christ (laughs) this is too good and this damage output is absurd this is nuts that back in 2.0 uh it was only the general that had to use the war stompa command abilities the other man the other gargans uh mega gargans can use the 3.0 so what you would do is you could have uh used the general for the 18 within Mm -hmm. roll ones then given one mob, a plus one from the Gatebreaker or whatever, yeah. and then you're basically hitting on twos, re-rolling ones, wounded on threes. Too, too good. No, 100%. It's still pretty good, though. Let's talk, let's talk about it, because this one has changed a, a pretty decent amount, and this is the one that I think out of all of them, with the exception of the brand new one, this is the one that people saw less at a competitive level, and from listening to every other podcast, like, Every other time I hear them, they get to Stomper Tribe and they're like, no one plays it. Go to the next We're gonna, one. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's weird because, like, it seems pretty good. I've had good success. My only actual wins in tournaments have been Nurgle and Gargans. So, like, I think this must be okay if I can win with it. Um, and what, the way it used to work is your main Gargan, your War Stomper, could only issue just the command points, the, the shouts that were in the book. Yep. Which meant that when all the new command abilities came out... Sorry. You were screwed out. You, you can't use them. And um, you, it was it was weird, and it was also very swingy, because your first turn, you basically start off with, like, six command points, and then that was your whole turn, and then you hopefully win the game with those six command points, basically. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but now it's a little different. So as your general issues a command to a friendly Mancrusher Gargant unit, 
Until the end of the phase, they can issue the same command to any other friendly Guardian units without any further command points being spent. That's just rewording what was happening in a more appropriate for 3.0 way. Exactly. And it, it, I mean, it definitely, some commands, it benefits dramatically much more. But at the same time, it keeps the theme of the idea of the one war stampa is commanding an yeah. army of man crushers. Yeah. Because the old shouts were basically just pluses. They were basically what you could do with command abilities anyway. Yes. It was the old 2.0 command abilities. Yeah. Uh, but this is just now an update to the 3.0. Yeah. And the one thing, new update that I thought was fantastic was grab those rocks and chuck them. Yes. And the command ability at the start of your shooting phase, the unit receives command, must be a mega guard, uh, man crusher. Until the end of the phase, add one to the attack series of the unit's thrown rocks. Okay, and so I'm going to ramp for a second. Because the old throwing rocks thing was absolutely what you never spent your command points oh, on. You were going to whiff. You were always going to whiff. Even when you threw the, the big three-pack and you spent it. And also, I really hated the fact that the rules for it were like four pages before the rules you were using. It was really weird. The but placement of that was bizarre. Not just that. You had to have a man crusher near Gargans to do it. Yeah. You can't overwatch with it. Uh, but now it's different. And, and now that it's all in the war scroll too, so you don't have to pick a guy. They all can do it. It's just nice. Yeah. Uh, and this is my favorite one. Getting stuck in, which is the, the Galatian veteran special right now. Uh, you add one to the damage from each man crusher gargant. If it targets an enemy that has 10 to 19 models, um, it, once again, they just kind of clarify this. Add two if it has 20 or more. So that's insane. <laughs> when you hit something with 20 models with a uh, pack of three mega gargants, Josh, would you like to tell us what happens to brutes? Uh, they turn into a fine paste. Yeah, they become aerosol spray <laughs> brute flavor, basically. But not just that. Like you said, like there are some armies that really do have multiple wound characteristics, but they just bring a, a lot of them. Mm. And that extra plus one damage really turns each attack into a dead model instead of dead and a half. Yeah. Oh, cool. Zombie horde? Not a problem. One turn to clean that up. Like I, Anything that is planning on hoarding you with low save... Low bravery, but just like, here's some shit to get in your way. Skaven Slaves? Skaven Slaves, yeah. Uh, anything, I'm trying to think of like, Beast of Chaos, like Horde lists and stuff like that. Like, this is going to destroy that. Against Stormcast, it's probably never going to I mean, Zangros are two wounds each, and that's their biggest defense. Yeah. And take that away? Horrors. Cool. I never was afraid of horrors when I was playing Gargans, because I'm like, oh, pink horrors, that's just more to kill? <laughs> and fun fact, if the number goes up in the middle of the sequence, you get more damage in the middle of the sequence, <laughs> we found out. So it was like, my guy really? just got, like, amped up. Yeah, because um, my man crushers, uh, the, he brought guys back, so I had hit him with something, and then he put more guys in the unit, and it went over 20, I think? This was, like, the, this was in the middle of the four or fifth errata for Pink Horrors, where oh, it was okay. like, what the fuck is going on with this model? But he came, and he exceeded, I think, yeah, he exceeded 20, and it was like, well... Here's an extra damage from everybody. Nice. And then it took him back down after 20 pretty fast. Uh, it was really weird. It always happens. But it was a weird rule interaction. Uh, yeah, so that's that's good. I like that a lot. And then we got the command traits, uh, which are fun. Yep. We're, we're take... The inescapable grip. When you use this general's throw body ability, you can reroll both dice rolls, which is actually useful. Yeah. Especially since one of the battle tactics is pick up to a guy. To actually do that. And throw him. That's always the thing that I missed on my War Stopper, which is like the pick up, roll a dice, pick up a guy, roll another dice, throw the guy, roll another dice, see if it hits the guy, and I'm like, well, I'm going to fail one. And if you probably have guessed it, rolling a four plus is not as easy as it seems. No, not at all. It's statistically, uh, I would say there's a 70% chance I cannot roll a four up. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's how and my, 50 /50 my personal. Doing it I only have a 33.3% chance to roll a six up. 
All right, so we have that, and then we have Eager for the fight. You can attempt to charge if he's with an 18 instead of 12, and you roll 3d6. We're just going to start calling that the Kragnos charge. Everybody cool with that? Yep. We're going we're gonna to mint that right here. If you get no. an 18-inch charge with three with 3d6, you get the Kragnos charge. This was here before Kragnos. That yeah, was an actual no, it, command charge. You want to know what has Semantics. a 3d6 charge? The Charybdis. Ooh. Ooh! It always had. Always had one. Yep, give it the lash. Anyway. Hey, man, I'm, I'm a team broad. <laughs> I just like broads, right, fellas? And then we got some artifacts of power. Uh, Club of the First Oak. Um, in the battle phase, in the hero phase, battle phase. In the hero phase, you can ha uh, heal a wound allocated to the bearer. In addition, when he has 25 or more wounds, he has a ward of 5 up. That's pretty nice. It like, is. It's a little protective shield that wears down. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan, but, I mean, it's very situational. And it can be, and healing one, even in combat, is fantastic. Yeah, if you're planning on keeping your War Stomper back and letting your 9 Megas or 10 Megas do the work for you, or Man Crushers, then maybe this is decent. Like, you, you kind of... Because if they're shooting you, you're healing a little bit, maybe it's all right. But it goes into the next nice one. Mantle of the Destroyer. Uh, friendly Suns Bayonet units within 12 of the bra uh, Bearer have a Bravery characteristic of 10. So that, that one is means nice. if you have a mob and they have Bravery 10, they will never flee from Battleshock. What's funny, though, uh, I don't even know that I've ever taken a Battleshock test on a mob because they're either all alive or all dead. There's no in-between. <laughs> there's no in-between. Sometimes there's one, and he's usually killed immediately or <clears throat> falls over. So we have done the uh, stuff. Let's go real fast. Let's talk about the core, core strategies and battalions and grand strategies and all that kind of stuff. And then we'll take a quick break. We'll talk about War Scrolls, and then we'll, uh, we'll get the hell out of here. Go home and paint my gardens. Cause I, I base coated my King Broad and now it's he's right. just I got staring a, at me. I got a new airbrush and King Broad is the one model I need to paint still. I've never used an airbrush on models in my life. Airbrush goes burr. I, I, have, <laughs> I have done Zenithal highlights with rattle cans for so long, I don't know how to do them on an airbrush. It's weird. All right, so match play, so grand strategies. Um, I overall like these. Good. I didn't look at this like mm -hmm. I have in some of the other books and gone, oh no, so <laughs> this is impossible. These are not feel bad. Yes. Unlike DOK or some other armies. They're these, fun, they're thematic, and you actually might be able to do them. Correct. And some of these, you are more thematic than others, and then some other ones, you're like, ah, do I really want to do this? Yeah. Uh, you want to read the first one? Yeah, Broad's Revenge, my favorite character. Uh, you can pick the grand strategy if your army includes Broad. When the battle ends, you complete this grand strategy if the friendly King Broad has not been slain, and you pick each of the three effects of the power of Bam at prayer to apply at least once during the battle. That's fun, but oh boy, situation. It, it's hard. I've taken this one because I'm like, hey, I love King Broad. Yeah. Uh, if you never have guessed, uh, that's one of my favorite models in this book. I was starting to pick up on that, but I mean, it's subtle hints, but the thing is that it was—it's probably the giant King Broad tattoo he has <laughs> on his forehead. Yeah, that's really. The big the B, big old, big. the giant neon sign that he's been carrying around in like a backpack. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it says Grod lives here. Broad, Broad lives here. Broad. Grod, 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 Gorilla Grod. So I mean, King Broad. He's a gorilla. He's, he's a fantastic <laughs> model, uh, but the only bad thing is because of the whole ooh shiny and oh what he does is powerful. Mm -hmm. People tend to focus fire him. Also, uh, you got to get those prayers off. You have five chances to yeah. get three prayers off. If you've failed three, you're done. Just pray that you got mystical terrain nearby <laughs> yeah, really. to get the plus one. You kind of have to. Like, to yeah. guarantee this, you have to be like, I want to play with terrain rolls, please. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, and I want to pick my sides correctly. I'm not just going to pick the one I'm standing on. Exactly. <laughs> like we do for every tournament where we go, 
You want to do terrain rules? No. No, we decided you want to be on. I'm standing. I'm here already, already here. Yeah. Not we're, here. We're rolling. But yeah, it's so important. That's a that's a. I like that one, but that the the situationalness means I'm probably not gonna pick it. Um, this one I am gonna pick. Make the land tremble. When the battle ends, you complete the grand strategy. If any friendly units ran or made a charge move in every battle round, it doesn't have to be the same unit, and it doesn't have to make a charge move. Like it can just run or charge. No. This... So what I do is I leave my one Gargan, who's the original Ale Guzzler, because he's leaning off his base backwards, falling over drunk, and he can't actually be next to other Gargans because he's way over the sides of his base. He stays in the back, and he just runs on a treadmill the whole game. Yep. That's what that guy does. Back and, and forth, he, back and forth, back and yep. forth, back and forth. Maybe Perfect. I run up a little bit and scare you, or run back and, like, he's just, he's just doing that. Or he just runs in the corners. That one's, yeah. That one's going to be hard, though, if you've only brought four Gargans. Hard. And your opponent sticks you in three fights, and it's like, Especially well, against Nurgle Flies. Yeah, they just they'll, they'll just be in your combat and be like, "Yep, you don't charge." Oh nope. well, I failed that strategy. What's the next one? On the warpath, when the battle ends, you complete the grand strategy. A friendly unit on the battlefield is within enemy territory. What's great about every friendly unit is it's only the ones that are alive, obviously. Yeah. So like, you're probably not, not one gonna, guy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This actually seems really good to take. If you're gonna win the game, I think on the warpath means you automatically got that. You already Because you're probably standing in their territory, and if not, you can probably run to it. But also, your opponent could look at it but and go, you know what, I just gotta lock you down for a turn, keep you I'm away. I'm not gonna lie to you, I've taken the, uh, have more units within your, the opponent's deployment zone. Yeah. And in some of the matchups, like Realmstone Catch, that's the one everyone goes armies to. that can summon, you only have one Mega yeah. in there. And they'll have one Nurgling unit. And you just lost the game because of those Nurglings. That, if, if you can turn off any um, Grand Strategy with one single Sloppity Bob Piper, I'm like, that's that's it. That's nervous to me. The last one, though, is really fun, situational, but it's probably the most actually I, thematic for the army. This is one of my favorites just yeah. because of what the, what the game is... Supposed to. It's what it's what you want to do. Yes. You want to find so re, re you're doing it, it anyway. Yeah, you're doing it anyway. At the start of the battle, the enemy unit with the highest wounds characteristics is marked as the big un. The big un. If there are multiple enemy units tied for the highest wounds characteristics, you can pick which of these will be the big un. When the battle ends, you complete this battle. You complete this grand strategy if the big un has been slain and the model chosen to be your general has not been slain. Which is, seems pretty easy. Yeah. As long as you keep your general alive. But you know what? Once again, I, I'm looking at this mostly from War Stomper because that's what I've played the most. I'm thinking, okay, I got, what, 10 babies now? I got I gained a new baby with the you new book. Missiles. I got 10 missiles that I can just throw at whatever I want to. And my general doesn't have to get in the fight unless I really need it to. So, like, if your biggin isn't a thing that can take this hit, it better run. It better be a fox, and it better stay the hell away from me the whole game. <laughs> and usually, oh wait, I have shooting now, so it's not as good as it used to be to just run away from gargans. And the nice thing is, usually the big guns will be the either the biggest, uh, will be an archon or will be yeah. a techless, something that you already want to kill. It's yeah, you want to target it. You're gonna want to choke slam it. You're gonna want to do all the fun things on it. Why not? The only the way that this one kind of sucks though is if you get somebody who's got like cool I've got Greyfeared Fire Slayers yep. my biggin is the uh, the uh, Lord and he's gonna be way the fuck over here <laughs> the entire I'm gonna hide him and you can't even tell which one of these models is the guy that you need to kill yeah, I mean, they're point. all naked yeah I say that as someone who's just finished painting my entire Fire Slayers army whew I gotta stop picking armies of the same guy just gotta get airbrush I don't. <laughs> Feels like cheating now at this point. I'm, I'm not just gonna suffering. Lie. Just suffering for no reason. My airbrush commitment has been a religion. I will tell you this: doing the slap chop method, slap slap chop is fantastic. I don't know who invented this. It, some of the one of the AOS people invented this. I don't know. I don't want to miss 
can say who did it. Slap Chop is fantastic. Use it. Yeah. I knocked out 40 zombies in three hours with I Slap mean, Chop. It's so cool. Honestly, whatever you feel comfortable with painting, do yeah. it that way. Yeah. Paint. Uh, but paint a your painted stuff. army is better than gray. Assembly yes. line, baby. Assembly line, yeah. Paint paint your stuff, though. That's what we're getting to. Yeah, Always paint my paint. stuff, Zach. I'm painting your stuff. I painted so much stuff. <laughs> but the battle tactics. Let's talk about some battle tactics. All right. Um, they're all fun. Obviously, some of them have to be the thing you need to have the guy that has the ability. Correct. So and you can't do it if you don't have that guy. And it's interesting how uh, having multiple, not of the same Gargan, actually benefits you mm-hmm. in this scenario. Yeah. Because the fact is that, and funny enough, a lot of these can actually be done. Like, um, break, uh, which one was it? Uh, Wrecking Crew. You complete this battle tactic if an enemy faction terrain was demolished this turn. Yeah, you can do that with just any, any monster. Man, any Man Crusher, Mega Gargan, anyone can destroy yeah. that. You just got to roll three plus. So the first... So the first one is, uh, that's mine, which you pick an objective, uh, and you kick it. Well, that's going to require the guy that can do that. Done! <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and it has to be wholly within your territory at the end of the turn. Yeah, you can kick one of your own backwards, get that first turn. Super it's, easy. Though it does say that you have to be outside your territory. Yeah, it says not within, but if it's on the line. I, that's the I contention did res- point. I did research on this. The contention point is the line. Does it count as within? Yes. Okay. In the rule book. But not wholly within. It's not wholly within, but it's still technically within. That's why a lot this of... Is, that's one of those things where I'm like, guys, pick a side yeah. on this. Because sometimes my things trigger because I'm wholly within the objective. And sometimes the, the battle tactics are like, wholly within. That one doesn't count. It's, it's, I don't know. No, 100%. Um, yeah, so there's that one. Uh, Man Skittles is one we talked about earlier, which is yeah. uh, Hurled Body. Oh, uh, okay. So use a War Stomper. Use its Hurled Body. An enemy model was slain by the first part, so you got to kill the guy you pick up, which, yeah. Uh, an enemy battle line unit was picked for the second part and suffered any mortal wounds. This is pretty subjective, because there's some battle line out there that's like, oh, cool, I have a mortal wound ward. Like, the Slaves of Darkness book, I'm going to say once again, has a lot of mortal wound wards. Yep. So, yeah, that's... And all it takes is one five plus. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, cool. Or you hit somebody like, you know... I, it, that's harder to do, but if you're playing a match and you've got the War Stomper and you look over and you see a bunch of clan rats or something, it's like, yeah, that's probably going to work. Yeah. I like it. Uh, the next one is Fury, Fury of Titans. Titans. Release the Kraken. Uh, you can please battle tactic if you carry out the Beast Grapple, Earthshaking Roar, and Colossal Slam Monster Rampage this turn. And they FAQ'd it because that is important. Because even if you say you're going to do the uh, Rampage and you don't roll the three up or the, mm-hmm. you know, to, to make it go off, you still technically count as doing it. Yes. So you still will get the battle tactic, even if you roll poorly like me. Because otherwise, that's, uh, I would never in my life pick that. No. <laughs> what an insane bet. Get, get three different guys it. into a perfect position against three other perfect models and then roll perfectly. No yes, thanks. No. I'm going to take the one where I run a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so splat. This one's funny. I don't know. You got you to gotta know it's going to happen. So you pick an enemy hero. You complete the tactic if the hero is slain by wounds caused by an attack made by throwing rocks, hurled debris, or a hurled boulder. So if you've got the uh, gate guy, yep. you might be able to do this. Um, Kraken Eater can still attempt yeah. it. And if it's depending on if it's a cheap hero with a low save, all you need is like, you know, a couple of... It just says hero. It doesn't say a certain hero. Yeah. So three attacks is going to possibly kill and if not the man crushers can also 
possibly get it off, but this is my turn five where I've either I probably either won the game yep. or I'm just doing dumb shit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna target everybody's gonna throw rocks at that one hero and just see if we can just this one hero is just suddenly just buried by an avalanche of rocks for no reason. Nothing else better to do. Yeah. I don't do anything else the whole turn, it's just kill that guy. And then we got Colossal Violence. Yep, it's pick one friendly Mega Gargant. You complete this battle tactic if carried out the Tedang Dual Monster Rampage with that unit during the turn, and an enemy monster picked as the target was slain by attacks made by the unit during this turn. And I'm going to just say this. A lot of times where I play games, I've had times where I'm in combat already during the turn, and the monster that I fought is either gravely wounded yeah. or enough to point me saying, yes, I can kill it. Yeah. Which will save me a lot of battle tactics in the future because if you know you can get something done, do it. Yes. Um, and options is, are important. Yes. That's the most important thing with battle tactics. As I learned playing only Nurgle Demons in, in the new Gala the new battle thing and going, oh, I can't complete any of these battle tactics because they're like killing stuff. And this army doesn't do that. And mm -hmm. if you, you know, against the odds, against, yeah, against the odds, that's an easy battle tactic. Yeah. You well, don't have to do, do you don't have to roll for it either. So, exactly. nice. And you're already doing what you want to do by killing the monster. Yeah. Yeah, I like a book that rewards you for playing to its lore, kind of. Like, yes. they want you to be fighting the biggest thing on the field, because as the little picture on 83, they'll fight each other if they're the biggest thing. They just want to do that. Well, that's the lore of giants, yeah. is they don't like anyone bigger than them because they are the biggest, and yeah. they will prove it. That's the mightiest and the rightiest. All right, we got core battalions, and we're going to take a quick break. So, there's two of them. Yeah, 100%. But I think they're exactly the same as they were. They are, and the nice thing is that they kind of definitely uh didn't change but they kind of made it very optional it's cool because the fact is, is that they changed it in a way that makes you play what you want to play yeah so bosses of the stomp is nice because you can either get an extra uh, uh what's it called again enhancement enhancement which could be an artifact command trade yeah. any of those or you can be unified and it'll count as one drop which is, to me, because um, the other one is the Foot Sloggers, which is one Mega or just two. It actually only requires two little babies. Yeah. But you could run it with a Mega and up to three babies. Um, and I like that one because it's like, the one drop is feels good when you show up and just go, boop, two drops. I got a whole army. Turn one, baby. Come on in. The, uh, but also, like, having the, the um, all out, because you can issue, what is it? It's a Swift, which is you at double... Yeah. Uh, at the double or four to victory, which is auto run six or reroll charge. And what I hear from that is I get to do that to everybody in my army for no command points. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty mean. And usually that stays. That it's yeah. it's given and it stays. Yeah, it keeps going. Yeah. So we talked about the battalions. Uh, I think we're probably gonna skip the mercenary stuff because it's kind of just. I mean, as a giant same. player, you're never gonna use the mercenaries. It does not apply to the, actually this book. Yeah, it's like neat, I guess. Uh, the the best one is the the the, mer the new mercenary God Swallow. The Beast Smasher gets plus one to hit for attacks that target a monster. Okay, cool. Cool. That's pretty neat. Like, I like that. I don't have to think about it. It's not confusing. Nope. Yeah. Just, yeah, he hits stuff better. And his, uh, whoever came up with the idea of having the tattoos is, uh, the Hawaiian tattoos is awesome. Yeah, they're really cool looking. I'm, I'm envious because I'm, I'm never going to build that model now because I would not be able to do it. But the worst thing is that all these, those different models literally have parts or pieces of the other Mega Gargans. They absolutely And I'm do. like, why couldn't I have been smart enough to try that? Yeah, well, I could have just made my own King Bra. I did make my own King Bra. Yes, you did. Yes. He's very small now. It's kind of funny because it's like, don't talk to me or my son ever again. Because I made the bone helmet and the little horns and everything, is but it now it's on a little guy. Like father, like son? It is a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Let's admire him while we take a commercial break. 
Are you still bringing gray plastic to the table game after game? Do you have a big tournament coming up, but your army is barely glued together? Don't worry, Llama Juice Painting is here to help. Free your minis from their drag gray existence and let Justin bring them to life. Whether you're looking for a single centerpiece to bring your collection together or more battle line options, Llama Juice Painting is your best source for finely painted commission work. Check out some of Justin's work on facebook.com slash painting and get your quote today. Guys, did you know that Kragnos has another war scroll? Are you a destruction book? Yeah. <laughs> Every war destruction book comes with a free Kragnos update. It's like he's part of each army. It's like they also have, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about Kragnos, but he's had like seven war scrolls at this point, and it feels very silly. Um, the, the the best the best part about Kragnos being in every destruction book and then also in like the storybooks because he's just getting a new war scroll is trying to figure out what is actually changing on his war scroll <laughs> between all of these books and do I need to follow it? Yeah, does it is this ever going to happen to me? Um, I guess the mightiest make rightiest being bracketed is his thing, but I think that was actually on the last one. That was on so it was I don't the know. last one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if anything changed. Because I don't have all I'm suspicious, of my, I, But I'm suspicious that something has changed. There may be a wording edit, perhaps. <laughs> I'm not a smart man. There's a lot of words on this page. <laughs> so many words on this page. <laughs> and as a man who occasionally runs a Kragnos, damn. Yeah. Yeah, you got to actually remember his stuff. Uh, so let's talk about King Broad. This is the one where I was like, I figure what we do is we we'll go through all the War Scrolls. Because most of the abilities they have are congruent across every Gargan. Yep. So we're really just looking at like... Some combat stuff and uh, various things that make each Gargant unique. So, King Brub, 40 wounds, which is nice for him, because I think the other ones are 35s. Yeah, 35. so he's a little, he's a little beefier. Uh, four he's up older, save. He's, got tougher, he's got tougher skin. Yeah, 4-up save, 9 bravery, which sometimes matters maybe, I guess. It matters when you try to heal. That's, yeah, that's it, which is also poop. You're right. <laughs> it's uh, And then he's got a movement from 10 to 8, which is all right, you know. Uh, all right, so he's a Warmaster. Of course, he's the general, even if he's not picked to be the general. Uh, let's start going through the things. Almighty Stomp. Add one to hit rolls for attacks with his Almighty Stomp that target a wound's characteristic of three or less. And that changed from anything that's not a monster. Yeah. And you have to remember that. Yeah, so that's pretty good, though, because it's still three or less. So, you know, brutes slide in right where they need to be. Um, and uh, wow, shots fired. Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> There's like there's two infantry. Well, I don't there's, know. S there's a couple. STD is going to be putting in a new Ogres. one. Chaos. Yeah, I haven't even looked. Like I said, the uh, ogre book. I haven't looked at enough. Uh, Nurgle, King, the Vikings. Vikings. That's one of the ones I was going to say. Um, the flies. They're technically not monsters. Yeah, but I wouldn't call them infantry. Also, they're more than three wounds. Correct. I mean, right. yeah, yeah, you won't. But it's just if three wound models before. that are problematic would be like annihilators, brutes. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So, Black Kings go over it because I think they're four each. Correct. Yep. So, yeah. But um, there's some there's a couple of units that are like, you judge abilities based on, can it handle those things, though? Because right. they can handle me. So, that's good. He can handle Brutes. And he's he's covered in bugs. Eric, <laughs> tell us about the bug guys he's covered we in. We finally found out who these people are Yeah. the last Codex. Somebody has uh, to braid their creepers. hair. Creepers. So, I mean, I've always been doing that. They have braided hair on the models. Who braided their hair? 100%. Now we know. It was the Creepers. Now we know it's the Creepers. Uh, it's not They're like doing the, the creepers, creepers we know. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> in each charge phase, the first time an enemy monster within three of this mo- unit is picked to carry out a monster's rampage, roll a dice. If the roll is equal to or greater than the creeper's value shown on the monster's unit's damage table, that monster cannot carry out a monster's rampage that phase. That's good. That is really that's good. That's super good. Because uh, if your opponent is not playing Gargans, they're going to have, unless they're insane like me, with Crib Die, they're going to have, like, what, four monsters? No, and th- th- we're seeing a lot <laughs> from the new books coming out. <laughs> Monsters are getting more, being more utility, mm-hmm. and they're being able to do more in the Monster Rampage but, than before. And stopping that can be huge. Yeah, let me tell you how fucking much it sucks if your uh, if your Mega Boss on a Maw Crusher gets uh, roared at, and you can't issue command points. Yep. Because that means that I don't get to issue command points to any of my brutes. And any of the people that do like, hey, Monsters Rampage, when they do it, they also add blank because they're a special yep. Snowflake yep. Monsters Rampage. You can just go, no, nah, I don't want to do that. that. That's that's good. Uh, then we got Crushing Charge. After he makes a charge move on a two-up, D3 if it's a monster, D6 if it's not a monster. That's nice. Everything within an inch. Yeah, everything within an inch. So wasn't it always everything with It was them? always within an inch, but a lot of other models and other ranges can only do one target. Yeah. Not us, buddy. No. We'll we're, hit everything. We're big. We'll fall on top of you. We don't give a shit. And then uh, Death oh, Go ahead. Uh, when determining the dice, the damage inflicted by an attack made... With this unit's death grip that targets an enemy monster, you can roll two dice instead of one and pick either result. Cool. That's come up before. You get to roll with advantage. Because you can roll a six and a one and then pick the six. Yeah. I like that because as a guy that rolls bad, that's two chances to roll all right. Uh, and it's nice because it's my it's cool. I I am still kind of like, oh, two dice though. If you crank the double ones, do you... You know, and he can't take the thing that lets him re-roll because so he's biggest, a named character. A biggest problem issue is death grip change from negative three rent to negative two. Yeah, that's I. That's all right. I we I would say across the board, it seems like damage kind of went down a little bit, but utility went way, way more up. up. So I feel like the army didn't get worse. No. Like if anything, it got better. And the, it's just th- different. And the thing that made us broken was literally counting more on the objectives. Yeah, that so. was counting more on the objectives and just not being able to be budged. Yep. Basically. Uh, long shanks? Oh my god, they made it something that I will use now because I understand what this rule is doing. Uh, when it makes a normal move, run or retreats, you can pass over non-monsters uh, and parts of terrain that are less than four inches tall. Yep. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and it's nice, and the old rule was like, do the Pythagorean theorem to decide if you can step <laughs> over a monster and end outside of the... And it's like, I can't. I don't know how to do this. Because when you have a movement of ten and you have a block of guys couldn't get the movement to step over them and end outside of combat. So, like, this one at least, it, you can do uh, the retreat or run to do it, which is nice, because yep. you can retreat over somebody if you need to, to get on an objective, because retreat over them, you don't need to charge an attack, you're 30 dudes on an objective. And the Son of Bam has special rule, if the effect of a spell ability would slay this model without any wounds or mortal wounds being caused by the spell ability, this model suffers D6 mortal wounds instead of being slain. This is very nice. You can't Purple Sun yourself out of existence on turn one and be like, ah, oh, whoops. Well, Purple that Sun was... doesn't work anymore like that. Oh, yeah, because it's nine wounds now. Yeah, yep. that's right. Ah, I think an old Purple Sun. But there are still Nephrod's Dagger. Slayer of Kings. Uh, Slayer on of Kings. Archeon. yeah. Which will automatically kill models. Old Hand um, of Dust. Yeah, that still works. Hand of dust can still, uh, you still it takes D six. Yeah, but it's still stupid. I did it once. <laughs> it's great. I hand David's not on the show. Uh, we let him one time do a Dread Saurian match, um, because he's never gonna buy one. So like every other Seraphon player, he put a toy T Rex on a dinner plate. Yep. Um, and he ran it across the board at me, and I was like, Oh no, hand of dust. First, first turn, and it was like cool. 
that was your entire army. And Nagash was like, these things are extinct for a reason, you know. And just touches it and it just falls to rubble. It's a good time. Hand oh. of Dust is one of my favorite abilities. That and Archeon's uh, thing that could possibly kill you or do nothing. I love abilities in this game that are just like, I'm going all in. Let's see what happens. Yes. Uh, Terror, this is the best one. To me, this is a game changer for how these armies work. Compared to the 2.0 rule, this is huge. It's huge. And this has given us the buff to deal with hordes that yeah. we couldn't have dealt with before. Because enemy units cannot receive inspiring presence when they're within three inches of any uh, enemy model with this ability, which is that all That sucks. Them. Yeah. That's <laughs> real <laughs> that's, nice. That freaking sucks. Because that dinner plate can get within three inches of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And you're going to do damage. You're going to force Battleshock tests. But what this prevents, and I think um, uh, I'm going to, once again, not just completely take AOS's coach take on this, but he was talking about it, and he was saying that like what this prevents is prevents you from doing the thing that I always do to you, Josh, where I have one guy yep. that somehow survives the whole fight, and now you have to spend a whole phase to fight that one Nurgling yep. or that one Plague Bearer. But not just that. Just like how Josh said, a lot of people, it's a big dinner plate, so a lot of people take their units and spur them out all around. Mm -hmm. So even if you lose models, you won't be able to pull yourself out of combat yeah. because you, you committed. And fun thing to remember on this is it's not like you have to do the damage to make them do the battle shock test. Nope. You just got to be nearby. So if you're just nearby the back of a unit and they get hit from the other side, as long as you're within three. Yeah. You know? That's, well, you pile in. Yeah. I like that. I think that's a big, that's an important game changer. Uh, and this is the most fun rule of our book. Timber. Oh, I gotta say it right. Okay. Timber! When a dying Mega Gargant falls, and when he's slain before you move him to the battlefield, you roll off. The winner picks a point on the battlefield within five inch. Oh, point. Okay, so this is actually changed enough that we need to specifically read it out loud because I caught myself on this the first time. It is a little different because it says the winner picks a point on the battlefield five inches from the slain model. So you can't pick within five. You have to go five inches away. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. like, that could be weird based on the placement and stuff. Each unit within three inches of the five inches point uh, takes D3. Mortal Wounds if it's not a Mega Gargant. I still love that Mega Gargant's like, no, bro, get off me. You just shove him over. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the slain models were removed from the battlefield. So it's weirder for the Megas because they got to do, like, the whole five inches away. And it's you might actually not be able to hit the guy that killed you. Because if if you're five inches away and then three inches back, and he's in, he's on a 25 and he's next to you, you can't fall on the guy I next mean, to you. It makes sense because when you die, you don't go, oh, jump in place. <laughs> I do. Every time I die, I just collapse into a pile of bones. I just like the I like the the visual that I have in my head of like this of like the stormcast like killing like a, a gargant and he's like yeah I did it and then he looks behind him and the gargant is like <laughs> smashed like all of his, his other friends. Platoon <laughs> of like, judicators. Oh, Sigmar's gonna be so mad. He's just like ah another victory for Sig. Well, How are you fellows faring? Oh, oh no, <laughs> just all of the free all of the cities of Sigmar people they brought with them are just crushed under it. And he goes, oh, no, not again. Oh, uh, oh. Oh, no. We I'm find out later what the Bull of Petunias was actually thinking. I'm never going to get reforged at this rate. <laughs> Daddy Sigmar is going to be so mad. <laughs> uh, okay, and here we get into the actual thing that he does that's unique. So and, we'll, we'll talk about this. And well, I want to, oh, you know what, we're fast. He's got some weapons. Let's talk about the weapons real fast, and we'll talk about his prayer. And then, honestly, the rest of the three is just talking about what makes him unique. Correct. So his weapon's the Obelisk of Torcrania. Uh, I don't know what that means, but Crania makes me think, like, cranial, like, skull. So, I don't know. So, there is lore behind this weapon. I forgot it at this moment because my brain is going fried. But uh, I think it has to do with some sort of temple, and he took it. 
I remember reading it, but you're right, and we've been doing the show for three hours. Yeah. So I, I also have forgotten where he got his stick. Oh, it's the whole black box right there. Well, we have to feel like a bunch of dummies, because it's, it's clearly <laughs> called out in a giant box here. Uh, luckily, we're not a lore show or a tactic show. So, read it yourself. <clears throat> so, so we're barely an AOS show. We're barely a show. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he's got, uh, so his, uh, obelisk, it is starting out at four, profile down to two, attacks, uh, three is the hit, three is the wound, rin two, damage five. That's a, that's a nice meaty number, solid. Yeah. Uh, his almighty stomp, two attacks, threes and threes, rin two, damage d3, I think that's the same for all of them except for war stomper. And the death grip, one attack, threes and twos, rin two, damage d6. Yep. Solid damage output. Solid damage output, uh, but could be pretty swingy. I yeah. mean, it, the rend isn't high enough to be broken. To the point where it's like negative three, negative four, where it just goes right through and just does five damage. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah, they're not going to let you just swing right through Lumineth. Come why on not? Jeez. <laughs> what? No. You should. Come on. Though he does not have a shooting attack. He does not. He doesn't throw rocks. He's too old. It's too much work. It's, it's a, look, he tore his rotary yeah, cuff one time it, and like it never really healed back. back. In college, like, yeah, he was playing back when he was playing man skittles back in college. Uh, he was trying to go. He was trying to go nationals, but he really overexerted himself. Yeah, you know that uh, they didn't have the, uh, the they didn't have the uh, the Tommy Bone surgery. Um. <laughs> yep. I like to th- I like to imagine because I mean we know they play sports. It's mentioned several times in here. Oh, the, they, they have, have s- their own Olympics. Yeah, and, have, and I love the names of it because it's like throwing a horse. Beating a guy with another guy. Kicking the horse. the loudest. <laughs> like, they are legitimately, this is an army of, like, nine-year-old boys who yeah. have the power of gods, which is really funny. So that's Brock. So they're Greek. Yeah, basically. 100%. <laughs> I mean, they're not really bad people. They're just misunderstood and hyperactive. And just want to smash everybody. Yep. But, like, because you, you, you were there. How dare yeah. you? How dare you be taller? But the power of Bama is pretty cool because yeah. it has an answer value of a three. And if you kill a monster with him, you add one to the chanting roll. Uh, but the three picks are Shadow of the Mountains, which is add two to the characteristics of all Sons of Bama units. Mind of Earth, you heal up to D3 wounds allocated to each friendly Sons of Bama. Good, good. But can you bring it home with something super hot and spicy for me? Pummel all to dust. Oh, yeah. Improve the rend characteristics of fr- following melee weapons used by Sons of Bama units all by one until the end of this turn. <laughs> and it's all the main weapons. Yeah, it's all the melee, so not the foots, not the punches or faces right. or anything like it's that. Just but the like, I'm sorry, is that just a rend? Increases by one for my entire army. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, I don't see in here where it says once per game on that. It's not, not a, it's not a once per game ability there. This same effect cannot be picked more than once per battle. Ah, oh, damn it. I was, I was really thinking, I was like, oh, that's pretty good that you can just use it twice. Over and over again. But I will say this, out of the other, out of the three of them, I kind of feel like Pummel to Dust is... It's the best. Is the best, absolutely. I mean, each one is very it's situational. A it's a walk. You get to call for the yeah. targets, really, what it is. I mean, Shadow of the Mountain, add two to the move characteristics. You want to get that objective? Cool, yeah. you just got two extra movements. Or if you want to make that first turn charge, cool, you got the two extra movements. Uh, the Might of Earth is great, especially when everyone is in combat, since you cannot heal or spend a heroic action to heal. Uh, you can heal up to six with a heroic action, but if not, you can get three. Yeah, which is to and everybody. That's Man Crushes too. Yeah, so that's uh, that's emptying the Maw Pot. Yes. Okay, all right. All right. I see what's going on here. So yeah, King Broad, really cool. Um, and he's clocking in at a meaty. Uh, God, there's so many models in this list. <laughs> meaty 580 points, <laughs> which is 
he's the most expensive out of all of them, minus Kragdos, who's not really a Gargan. But he has so much utility that brings to the table that affects your whole army. While still being a Gargan. And if while still can, being good. And if you do it at the right time, you'll decimate your enemy. Yeah. But not just that. The damage tables changed to the point where if you take damage, you don't lose the attacks as much as you lost last time. Yeah. Uh, it takes 26 to make his four attacks go to three. That's a lot of wounds. That's a lot of wounds, especially if you're managing to heal yourself, do a heroic recovery, keep yourself above that line. Yep. Like you can do that. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about some smashing some beasts. So, uh, all, every besides everybody else, we're, wait a minute, hold on. Okay, so this guy's bravery is eight and everybody else is seven. Yeah, because the fact this that, is that insane. he hurt his head too much yeah. to the point where he sees green. And he shoved a skull in his eye socket, so this guy's making decisions. Um, so, w they all have... The same basic things. This guy's got the, the min here club, which is three attacks, threes to hit, threes to wound. Rend is profile wound, which is kind of interesting. Uh, so it goes from a rend three to a rend one. I, I don't think I've seen a lot of profile rends actually in this no, game. Very little. Uh, yeah. Uh, and damage five. So he he's less less attacks than Broad, right? By one. Yeah, by one. But he's better rend right out of the gate. So, but not just that. His beast break and strike, which is one of his unique abilities. Yeah, this is this is the thing that makes him sp him this and his uh, charge phase thing. This is why he's special. Yeah, this is and why he's special. You can say that it will unleash a beast break and strike if you do so until the end of the attack phase. Characteristics of the club is one and cannot be modified. Mm -hmm. uh, the damage characteristics is five d six, and all attacks made with this club must target an enemy monster. So here's what you have to do. Because it's already at a 3 and a 2. But that's too high for me. So I'm going to have to give this guy plus 1 to hit. Pretty easy to do. All at attack. That's a thing. Um, but I also need to really make sure that Rin gets through. Uh, oh, that's right. I'm going to pray to make that Rin better. Because the men here club. That's Rin 4. Yeah, that's Rin Mystic 4. Mystic Shield, Finest Hour, all at defense. You still get a negative 1 to that. Yep. Which means, yeah, it's only one dice roll. But but it's, a, it's and, a dangerous dice roll. And by the way, that is assuming they have preloaded half of that stuff on their character. And yeah. Because it's very likely that if they are not playing an army that is centered around keeping that monster alive, they don't have a way to keep it alive. And you're like, what's up, Maw Crusher? And this or is one of the other only main club attacks that only wound on a 2+. plus. Yeah. Everything else so I'm guaranteed to and roll also, five, if I'm rolling 5d6, I'm guaranteed to roll five wounds yeah you're guaranteed at <laughs> least and my math may be wrong on this but i think you're right i think you're guaranteed at least five wounds yeah what's also kind of interesting is it's only the attacks of his club so you still get the stomp and the death grip so you get a little extra damage you still get the monstrous action oh but i wish you could do more more monstrous actions oh wait behemoth brawler is his other special ability and we should say he has long shanks sons of behemoth crushing charge death grip timber and Everything terror they all do uh, so Behemoth Brawler, at the end of the charge phase, if he's within three inches of an enemy monster, you carry out two monstrous rampages. They have to target, um, they have to be different, and they each must target an enemy monster. Oh, so they can target the same enemy monster. And the nice yeah, thing about... Yeah, you can do that. That's cool. So it's kind of interesting, because if you ever get in a mirror match, and you have a King Broad on the other side, the Creeper's rule only stops one. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. But that makes sense. And you could be able to do two. So if this guy's near, basically, if you're playing a monster army and your opponent puts down a beast smasher, just go, run, just, go <laughs> just run, get a just beer. Run. This thing is specifically, this thing is what bone splitters were supposed to do to <laughs> monsters, which is be really good against one specific thing. Uh, I like him. I'm not going to build him with the hand hanging out of his mouth because no. I think that's something. I, I probably could cut it out and do a little sculpting, or just he'll have you know cigar. This guy. Oh, that's better. Big old stogie with a monocle on the skull. Ooh, what a classy beast smasher. And a little top hat. 
Yep, 100%. Yes, he's very dignified until he sees, like, a monster and he just rips off all his clothes. See, I was, thinking, I was thinking more of this in, like, a Groucho Marx kind of way. Oh, right okay. Up, the fat stogie there. I was thinking I would probably make my Beast Hunter guy, like, wear, like, a big, like, lion pelt over his Ooh. shirt, maybe, and be very, like, huntery and, like, really obsessed with hunting Calm spider fangs yeah. specifically. Mm. Call him Roosevelt. Yeah. Oh, yes. well, that's, that was pretty good. That's, that was where I was going. I, th- I don't know if Josh got Yeah, it's Craven the Hunter. Yeah, it was Craven the Hunter. I'm making a Craven the Hunter joke. Always be- carry a big stick. The next, the next big uh, uh, Sony Marvel character. <laughs> Hot off the heels of success of Morbius. This is a movie I, it's free and I put it on and walked out of my own bed. <laughs> I walked out of my living room and I was like, I could have just paused it and stopped it. Like I didn't have yeah. to submit it myself. Ha- didn't have to keep it That's running. how bad the movie was. I, I physically left the room and then went, ah, you know what? I'm in control here. I can just go and turn something else on. I bought the movie. Because I wanted what to you see. bought. Yo, well, you there paid you go. money for it. Sony's gonna release it a third time now in theaters. <laughs> I've not seen the whole movie. You know, this is actually this is actually why Twitter got taken down. It's Morbius. It's because of Morbius. Because like, because w- Twitter convinced Sony to re-release it yeah, in theaters. And then Sony doesn't know what a meme is apparently. Yeah, and it's like, all right, sure. Uh, all right, let's let's chungle chungle chungle. Let's chungle through these bussies and talk about the, the War Stomper. This is my boy, so I'm going to talk about him, because uh, this is my favorite guy. I also, I actually genuinely think he's the best model out of all of them. I know it's all up to opinions and stuff, and I like Broad a lot, but I think he the War Stomper has the best beard. Yeah, he does have the best beard, and he's just, I don't know, he he looks cool. I like his big club. Um, I like his silly, I like the fact that he's wearing a bunch of trophies and stuff. Uh, that's really cool. And War Stompers are the ones that seek out fights, and they honestly don't care who they're fighting I'm for. I'm not going to lie, being able to pick up an ogre or a full wound monster and chuck it is That's the best funny. feeling ever. Really satisfying. So let's uh, let's talk about what's make this guy special. Uh, hurled body. at the uni- After he makes a pile-in move, so a little different, it's not in the combat phase, which means I've already forgotten to do it. Uh, pick an enemy model within three inches and roll a dice. Add the hurled body modifier, which is a plus two, uh, profiles down to a zero, but you gotta take 22 wounds to get it there, so still pretty decent. It gets still a plus one, but eh. Uh, add the hurled body modifier showed. If the roll is at least double the wound's characteristic, it is slain and you can roll another dice. On a 4-up, you pick an enemy unit within 12, and it's visible, and that unit suffers a number of mortal wounds equal to the wounds characteristic of the guy you just threw at him. Yeah. So, you pick up one of those big... Now, you gotta roll double. So, if Black Kings are right out. The most... You can't do that. No, you can. They're four wounds. Oh, I guess if you roll a six. You have to roll six. I just six. assume I'm not going to roll that six. Oh, no. Most times, so, no. <laughs> but it's that one time. All you need is that one time, and it'll mark you forever. The one time I star Drake rolled a six and ate a vampire lord entirely in whole. Stop talking about this. That's <laughs> the funniest roll. It's like there's no way he, he did a, a drive. Oh, he, by, a he did a drive-by eating of a vampire lord. And he just kept on trucking. He's doing his so thing. So mad. <laughs> Though, I do have to say, for the War Stomper, the biggest buff that I, it has... Is the points value for what it costs? Yeah. But also, Titanium Boulder Club, if you put it in the right spot, even if he's at one wound, he'll still, he can still get max attacks. Yeah, yeah. He's the only Gargant that can still get max attacks somehow. Yeah, he's, it's it's a weird unit. Uh, it's weird that the points are like, what is he, yeah, 450? Let's just say this. I yeah. threw him against the monster with Flaming Weapon. That monster died real fast. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, because his his damage is lower than the other ones per attack. Basically, he's only uh, three attacks with the Boulder Club. Threes and threes run two damage too. And the Boulder Club is enemy models uh, around it up to ten maximum, yep. and you get to add four. For a monster, if, yeah. If it for is a monster, a, an yeah. addition. Yeah. 
So basically, like, you're going to get a lot of little attacks with him, but, you know, on the turn where the Rend is three, that's still a bunch of attacks. And he's more utility than the other ones. Yes. Because you're bringing him because you brought ten babies. They're doing the work. And I mean, Dad's honestly, just sitting on the porch. If you have him, you just give him our uh, Arcane Tome. He's a wizard. Yeah. And you just Mystic Shield or Flame Weapon. I like to think it. it's a, it's actually a human-sized Arcane Tome, so he's yep. like, get him! And he has to pull out, like, a tiny little glasses set, a tiny little book. Arcane Tome, and then give him an Emerald Life Swarm. We could do that. Spent, I think I think I did that one time. Just put the Emerald Life Swarm on his butt. Yeah. It's like, cool. Like, He'll <laughs> be alive forever. This is going to keep healing. Now we got the Kraken Eater. Who, so, uh, I, I'd like to recount my earlier statement. I do like the model. I just don't like his sack of shit that he carries around. Yeah. I don't like that sculpt if of that If it had thing. like a cool, like, more tentacles. Yeah, because he's got the one tentacle on his belt. I would have liked him to be dragging like a dragon a head or yeah, a car something. I cool. mean, honestly, the coolest thing that there was a golden demon winner who won because he made a kraken eater by a hydra. hydra. Uh, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. And I believe that was a charybdis, sir. Oh, sorry. The excuse me, sir. I mean, they all look good to eat. <laughs> That's true. And I was really mad that he used my favorite model to do that because it's like, I can never achieve anything close to that. Why did you pick the one monster no one else but me likes yep. to put on your thing? Stop it. You you monster. Go paint another Bastion Carthlos. Like, I'm not, I didn't do a good job on him anyway. So what makes the Kraken Eater special? Really, a lot of it didn't change. Uh, the get off me land is big. Uh, Excuse me. Get orf me land. Orf. Get orf me land. Get off me land. Uh, don't know why he has to speak sailorish. Uh, if any friendly units with this ability are on the battlefield and within one inch of any objectives they control, you can pick one of those units and say that it will kick one objective that is within one inch of it away. And you do so, you can move the objective up to 2d6 to a new position on a battlefield more than one inch away from enemy models, terrain features, or objectives. And the coolest thing about this is you can actually have two objectives right on top of each other. Mm -hmm. and, and if you've kicked it into an area where it counts for more... Yeah. Or well, less if you're being cagey with your opponents, you can do that too. And that is a huge boon because in some games, you literally, it's that one, just that one turn yeah. where you kick it into the no man's land or get it far enough to be in theirs, then you basically can get eight points per turn instead of just four. And you kick it onto their territory and then stand on their territory yep. where it's counting for more where it's counting for more points. You That's... can also look at a battle tactic and go, oh, I have to take an objective wholly outside of my territory. I'm going to kick that shit out of here. <laughs> Honestly, don't take it again. It's a great way just to have a battle tactic. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else to do. I'll see if I get lucky. Worst case, I don't get it. But best case, I actually get it. Um, and and the best use of that is get two objectives real close to each other. And when the opponent tries to take one, they have to say, I'm going to use my models to capture this objective. Mm -hmm. And then you can say, all right, I own both of these objectives. I'm going to go for the one that you picked, and I hold have more people. Yep. And you cannot take both objectives. My Gargant will slightly shift his weight to his left foot and oh, prevent you, want you from the, doing that. Do you want the left now? Oh, I'm going to go back to the left. Oh, I'm going to slip that way, yeah. Yeah, I like the caginess that an army that's essentially, I brought my Migo dolls to your Star Wars fight. Yep. Uh, just not even the right toys for this game. It has no. surprising tactical depth. I really yeah. like that. And then his other thing is stuff in the net. Which I think is a fantastic ability. Oh, yeah. Uh, D3 models, pick them up within three inches, at least double the wound characteristics. I mean, I have crumped Mackenzie's uh, Lumina. Oh, yeah. Just reach in there, pick that wizard guy because up. Because he's like, oh, you have negative one to hit. And I say, roll 3D6. All right, the corner two guys, they get picked up. Third guy, he's out of currency, so the whole thing's 
Can't no yep. negative one to hit. Uh, that's there's another reason I ran nine man crushers. It's like if I don't know if I can fight you to death, I can maybe just weirdly pull your army out of cohesion. Yep. Or just grab all your flag guys out at least. So, you know, see what happens. Because why not? Uh, and then we got the gatebreaker. This is the uh, this is the last of the big guys. He's the spookiest of them. Um, what makes him special? A he's got a interesting shooting attack because it has a 18 inch range. Threes and twos, uh, three to hit, two to wound. Rin three, damage four, but only one attack. So. I'm not going to lie. He is the most shooty of the Gargans because of the fact that he has a three plus to hit. And the uh, Fierce Loathing, does not, it's not only a melee. So his mm -hmm. club will affect uh, the boulder. So it'll be a two plus, two plus, negative three, Rin, four damage. That's silly. It's awesome. I like it, though. It's still one attack. So you're still like, oh, please. But if it works, it's fantastic. And it's more, most likely to work. Um, but and, So what makes him special? He's got two special abilities. Well, Pulverized Strike is a fantastic ability, which yes. don't really get to use a lot. Um, instead, unit fights, you could say it will Pulverize Strike. So instead of fighting, you just roll a die. On a uh. four plus, it suffers four D6 mortal wounds. So if you're if you're gambling, man. You're, you will guarantee get four mortal <laughs> if, wounds. If you're running hot in Vegas, all right, and you've been playing LVO, and you've been, like, killing it in the slots or whatever, go for that four up and see what happens. Otherwise, maybe depend on all the other attacks. And, and the cool combo to do with this is if the gatebreaker, you are know you're going to use it, do the suplex. Oh, yeah. Because the suplex gets you a negative one to hit. But the Polarizing Strike doesn't care about the negative one. You could suplex somebody into cover. Yeah. And then do more damage to them. Yep. I'm going to put you in this house and then beat you to death inside of this house yep. with this other house. I just put Baby in the crib. Oh, man. Nobody puts Baby in the crib. That's fantastic. I didn't. I just realized that. I was like, yeah, that's really fun. Just be like, oh, I need to do plus one damage because, oh, look at his next ability. Add one to the damage characteristic of his Court Crusher, Fort Crusher Flail if they target an enemy unit in cover or garrisoning. Last edition, it was three damage each. Mm -hmm. And now it's four damage each. Which also I have to go back and say the Kraken user's main weapon is four damage weapon instead of a two. Oh yeah, that's right. It's it's better. Uh, also on the smashdown, in addition, if you carry a smash double monstrous rampage with the unit, roll a dice for each enemy unit within three of the terrain feature feature picked, and for each unit garrisoning it on a two up, it suffers D three mortal wounds. Pretty good. Yeah. You've got somebody that has like, I don't know, an Ossiarch Tower and you just want to get it out of the way, smash it. I like that. Uh, and I really like the ability that I've just realized you can put somebody in cover, and then they're like, thank you. And you're like, no, no, no. No, that's not that's not good that I did that for you. Yep. Yeah. And, of course, he's um, the flail is six attacks, fours and threes, rend three, damage four. I think he's got the biggest damage potential outside of the named character. He does. Uh, you just have to make sure that you hit the four plus. Yeah. I mean, with <laughs> if you – if so the, that's the nice thing, too. Is because of the native four plus. If you have goblins or anything else that makes you less, that native one plus cancels it out, and then you can still all out attack, which will get you the three plus you need to do three three negative three four damage. Yeah, which is a solid threat to anybody. That's I think that's actually Bastion's profile, but he gets four attacks. Yeah, it's real close and, to a mega guardian <laughs> power level. And that's the thing is that yeah, we have less attacks than we previously had, but. It takes more damage to lower it. That's true. All right, so the last two, we've got the Man Crusher mob and then the solo boy by himself. Uh, what I really like is that the fact of the Man Crusher mob, which um, is three, they've given us a picture of two. 
Yep. Just to make sure make that it's... Make it confusing. Yeah, just, just make that. sure it's confusing for no reason. They used to sell two. I know. Now they sell three. I think this is just the picture from the box. It is. Also, can I just say, I really hate when they put two models next to each other with the same, like, outfit of stuff on. Especially Man Crushers, who have so much different stuff you can do. Those guys have the same beard and the same cloak thing. It's like, come on. Do do the other one. Do the guy with the one horn that's yelling. I like that guy. Do the, the, uh, the, the jaws. Yeah. Just put a Charybdis head on there. So I know I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but I think Man Crush and Mob is one of the best damage output units in our book. I think you're only going to get hate from it from people that play against it. Because of the fact Definitely. is that... Because it does a lot of damage. It, it does. Uh, the clubs are now two damage instead of one. We have less attacks, four attacks. Mm -hmm. uh, but <laughs> Instead of ten. Correct. So that's, that, that. that's the biggest hit in the book, is that you had they ten attacks and you got into four. I mean, the, they realized uh, that blender was a little silly. The flail was, I think, ten or twelve, and it went down to six. Yeah. But still, that it, I mean, I understand why. But Man Crush and Mob, the utility, you get a champion. That's huge. Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. Because before, you could not have a champion. They were not elites. Mm -hmm. So you cannot issue orders or do a reroll or anything of that nature. So you get an extra attack on that. Not just that, the keep up rule is fantastic. It changed to be wholly within 15 of a man yeah. target. Which <laughs> I liked it better lie. when it wasn't holy, but I was cheesing the hell out Correct. of it a lot. So. <laughs> no, I did do, I did test it out. It's holy within 15 is the same. Yeah, it's pretty It's much not the same. changing. The it's only reason that didn't apply to me was, like, if I had a really weird map and I had to throw, like, two guys way the fuck to the side for some reason. And I was like, ah, now they're going to be out of range unless I center my main yeah. guy. Within 12 is a lot different. Yeah. Uh, stomping charge. This is the biggest. Uh, this is huge. This is nice. And uh, it makes sense because I do. It was, once again, cheesy to do three different monstrous rampages with a unit. But it's, it's, this makes Back in the day. getting this unit into combat so much more profitable mm -hmm. but also you're like all right cool i'm totally going to stomp with this unit compared to stomp with a mega gargant which could do something else uh the reason why it says pick one enemy unit after you made a charge move so you have to make a charge move pick one enemy unit within one inch of it roll a dice uh if it's equal to or greater than the stopping charge value for the charging model shown on the damage table the unit suffers d3 mortal wounds if this unit has more than one model do not allocate okay so I apologize. This is still the same thing. Stopping charge. Yeah, I was thinking it's the monstrous action. Uh, the monstrous thing. action. Uh, O's under the heel now. If you carry a stomp <laughs> monstrous rampage with this unit's bull stomper and roll a two plus for each other man crusher gargant model in the unit, add one to the mortal wounds caused. Yeah. So if you stomp, you're gonna get at least three mortal wounds out of it. Easily three. I mean, it's a two plus. And the nice thing is, if you made a charge, cool. Each one of them does D three damage. That's two average each. So mm -hmm. two, four, six, plus that, which is on average five. So you did nine mortal wounds on the charge without attacking. Even at the very low end, a guaranteed six is two annihilators, yeah. which is probably two-thirds of that unit. So that's mean. And so you can still pick up models that double the wounds, and the timbers do not affect Mega Gargants. Yeah, or other Gargants, too. Yep. Because they which just shove you out of the way. Yeah, um... I like them. I like the damage potential went down, but they're better. I think. I think they're a little better, honestly. Their uh, mobs are just you have more utility. You can you don't have to keep them next to a man crush uh, mega anymore. And once again, the the shooting attack is on the profile now for these yep. guys, and that's uh, eighteen inch one attack per guy, force threes, rend one damage d three. You're not going to depend on it unless no. you're trying to get that one silly battle tactic. But not just that. It's nice. The thing is, this is that. 
every damage matters. Everything matters. Oh, yeah. So, you remember, use your command points wisely. You, you can actually unleash hell with these guys. Yeah. I, I don't know that I would. I but mean, you could. But you could. Yeah, you could do it. Look, yeah. sometimes you get a lot of command points, and if you don't spend them yeah, might all the right time, you just have to, you have to use command points, because if not, then you wasted it. So, if I'm not mistaken, the Man Crusher Gargant by himself is just the Man Crusher mob divided by three. Yep. His exact same thing. He does not have a champion, so he's not an elite, so he cannot issue commands to himself. But he still gets to run around, and uh, he still gets to do the stomping charge. So, if you're angling your missiles correctly, you could be hitting people with, like, a lot of just mortal wounds before the combat phase even happens. So, that's the thing that um, the charges degrade for the uh, mega giants if compared to attacking a monster mm -hmm. to a uh, infantry it's d6 for infantry d3 for monster but with these guys it's always d3 which is nice and you have more damage if you can you can get nine damage on a monster it feels like you have in this book now a lot less swingy damage and a lot more like i'm guaranteed to do at least three here so you yeah. kind of have a it's like it's one of the reasons I really like playing Stormcast, just because you can kind of go, I'm going to do four wounds. I know I'm going to do that, so where do I want to put those four wounds? And you can kind of plan your, your fight around that. And Gargans, like, once again, for a, a toy army of the giantest action figures that you have, yeah. possibly, has a lot of tactics and not for how just you can use it. That is a lot of the utility you could use is defensive. Just like the spending the breaker tribe where, uh, smasher tribe where, if the guys die, they can fight, which is fantastic because yeah. you don't lose that damage output, and they fight on top bracket. Also, if you are playing against a monster-heavy army that likes to charge forward, I mean, Maw Crushes is a perfect example. If you keep all your Mega Gargants nearby and you char try to charge one Mega Gargant and try to kill him, you could get suplexed into other Mega Gargants. Yeah. And then, after that, fight last, and then you could have two Mega Gargants hitting you before you get the chance to fight. I think it was Rerolling Ones that did it, but somebody I watched recently in the Battle Report suplexed uh, somebody into Kragnos, so Kragnos would be in range, and I was yep. like, that was mean, but I really like that, because Kragnos wasn't close enough to make a charge, but everybody else got to, and then he, the Gargant was like, hey, you have this one, and just threw like a, a Maw Crusher back to Kragnos, who just opened up a can on it, of course. I mean, honestly, that was one of my first on-the-table games, Charging into a rune lord, father, uh, Magnadroth, and the opponent going, you're not charging the rest? I'm like, no. And just suplexed him into combat with my <laughs> whole army. You got charging? I don't have to charge. You're going to charge them, but it's my, not my turn. You just throw them backwards. So it, Go get them, guy! And that's the thing, the strongest thing about this army right now is the fact that you can have those moments in the games where it may not matter, but it may. I, I, you know, I've not noticed before on the, the front of this book as we begin our, our wrap-up chats um, just how many skeletons are being obliterated in the moment. <laughs> like, I've always looked at it, but I'll, I'll be honest, like, you know, when you got those kind of thighs on the front of the book, it's hard for me to work my way down, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm, fellas? Mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. like, uh, King Broad, he's got that cake. You hear him coming. That club ain't just for swinging. <laughs> Everybody in the club getting murdered because he is just going through skeletons, which would be a really fun army to fight as Gargans because you just get to kill a shit ton of stuff. And then half of it comes back and you're like, oops, whoops, uh-oh. But it's fun. All right. Final thoughts on the book, Josh. How is this going to affect your Gargan army? <laughs> uh, it will affect my Gargan army. Uh -huh. uh, not at all. Oh, good. Uh, but I do feel like I have a, a night. The, the thing that I've liked about, and this is what I liked about Gargans previously as well, but it's like, 
you kind of you pick your mega gargan of flavor, right? Mm-hmm. And then you either bring another mega gargan or you bring the baby gargans. Yeah. And then you just go forward and have fun. And so it's as a, fun a army. yeah, it's a fun army. And as a person that plays uh, other fun army type stuff, it's like okay, I just gotta identify which mega gargan you brought, so that I have a basic idea as to what the hell I'm up against. Yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully, since you've had to sit here and endure this for the last three hours, three hours. you probably know a lot more about Gargans than you thought you needed that to That I do. Yeah, welcome to my encyclopedic knowledge of these armies. You're going to learn everything. Xavier, everything. Xavier brain is really going off It right really now. is. Um, I mean, for a simple army, you can do so much. That's the thing. It's, just, it's an army that I think gets written off because it's it's big guys. And you get you see a lot of them, and, and you saw a lot of people doing... I mean, if you're going to win a game, and I've always said, like, I'm not a win-at-all cosplayer, but if you want to play the game like that, go for it. Like, if that's how you have fun, have fun. And Gargans could cheese their way into a lot of wins pretty easily against a lot of armies that just couldn't do anything I'm against I'm not going to lie. I played against Flies and Urgle. I had King Broad and the Crafting Needle on an objective. They put all their models on that objective, and I still outscored them. Yeah. It's fun when you can look across the table and go, I outnumber everything you brought with these two guys. Because yep. I, I, in, in a previous episode, we talked about when I uh, lined up against Rob and I had my bone splitters and one of my units of veterans counted for more than his entire army could because he had Stormcast, so he had 12 guys, basically. Yep. And it was like, that's a that's fun when you can do that. Gargans, I mean, you're never going to outnumber anybody unless you play another Gargan player, which then you're going to outnumber them by a maximum of like five, maybe. The, though the one thing that the only downside to this army is the fact that you do you are playing all monsters. Yeah. So, Incarnates, they are being less played out there, but mm-hmm. they are still going to be their people to play. Each monster kill is a level. Yeah. So, you have to yeah. always be wary of that. So, maybe just uh, just avoid those Incarnates. 100%. Just, just avoid those. That's how you beat them, right? Because I don't think you can kill them in any other way. Yeah, you, you, can. Just, you just avoid them. <laughs> you just, you just buff, avoid them. Buff up one guy and go in. And hope. And you pray. Yeah, and hope. Because there's nothing better than I doing hope he all rolls worse than me. Yeah, that's that's all you have to hope. So I have to I have to just roll decently and hope they roll sub decently and this might work. That is a tactic. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so alright, well, I'm glad to hear a hot take from Atlanta Warhammer Josh that this book does not change Gargants in the slightest as yep. the way he runs them. He refuses to budge. Absolutely will like I will be running these the same way that I have always run them. And I will, and it will not change. I refuse. To. I refuse. <laughs> can't make me. I, I can't. I can't imagine how I could try. What do you think about this book? What? Give me your overall thoughts. I mean, you guys probably have already witnessed how long I can talk about this. Army. It seems like you might like this. And army, the worst yeah. part is, I can probably still talk about this army. Yeah, our um, Patreon subscribers get an extra twelve-hour audio cut where we just leave the microphone on and walk out of the oh, room. Oh, hell with this. <laughs> But <laughs> I don't know what I don't I, know. I, I, I fell, and oh. so I, it was oh. me like stumbling. Yeah. Okay, uh, I, yeah, I, I was like... I was falling down the well. Yeah, it's it's like. I mean, this is not this is good radio. <laughs> like, none of us none of us are fully artists. Hey, just knocking stuff off the desk. So you like the book? I love the book. I think this it does great for this army. Definitely keeps it at a play level tournament wise that it has been. Um, and it's just a book that is just so much flavor in it. Um, the book has definitely changed, and I know the cool thing about this book is that everything is balanced in a way where no matter what happens, uh, we can change meta. 
Yeah. So, and I think that is the strongest thing. They are very jack of all trades, but in a giant way. <laughs> I, see he, I see what he did there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good night, everybody. Tip your waitress. It's a two drink minimum at the Chuckle Hut. So it's just that's just one of the benefits I think compared to other armies who can do one of two things. I, I agree. I, I think I agree. I mean, my final thoughts are uh, I really like the book a lot more than the last one. Are you yeah. running anything other than Warstopper Tribe? I am going to now Ooh. because I have a King Broad and I've inherited a Kraken Eater that's going to be a Jolly Green Giant as we've already decided. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I at least have the option to bring more than one Mega, which I'm going to try. I mean, I have uh, access to five Kragnoses at this point, so I can always go that route if I wanted to. Uh, it's fun, and that's the thing that I like about this book, too, is from my perspective, I picked War Stomper and was like, I don't ever want to play any of the other tribes. Like, this is the one I really like. Now I'm kind of like, eh, I want to give this a shot a little bit and yeah, see what this is I mean, like. Honest, change it up a little bit? I like to do a Beast Smasher tribe. Really fun on the right matchup in a tournament. Oh, you go through that tournament like a silver bullet. Everybody's checking their pairings. Like, they're either like, oh, good, I got that guy, or fuck me. <laughs> I got the guy <laughs> who's just going to ruin my day. <laughs> but, no, it's just, it's amazing because I played War Stomper 2.0. The whole way. Mm-hmm. I hated Kraken. But all these changes really made it be like, oh, wow, okay, I could play a different game. Yeah. I could play a different game, and I don't feel like I only get to play the one style of Gargans. Even if I'm bringing, different, bringing the same list, I can try different types Correct. of fun things. And it benefits you for having differences in your list. Because yes. it's not, hey, I'm going to run four Kraken Eaters or, you know, Broad and three yeah. others. It's a, hey, cool, I have these abilities on my Man Crushers. Yeah, and you, it's, you're more you're more inspired, I think, to bring you know, like you said, variety. Yeah. And and, and buy more models. I think that. <laughs> whoops! I figured it out. Yeah, J- uh, Mr. James Workshop has done it again, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. You insidious bastard! You sold me sand, and now you're selling you, me gargants. If it wasn't for you and your plastic kits, <laughs> I would be rich. I would have more money. My teeth wouldn't be falling out, and I'd have shoes. I make the shoes out of extra sprues. I just want to, before we leave, before we sign off, I just want to talk about uh, the picture on page 53 and 52, the, the the centerfold spread they always do. Just the amount of fucking money in this shot. <laughs> Wait, we gotta, I gotta look at it. It's so many gargants. It's just all of them. There's, let's, uh, let's do, uh, hold on. Wait, Wait here we go. what page? Uh, it is, it's 50, it's right before the painting guide. It's, you know, they always give you the big picture and they're like, this is what you're not going to be able to do with this guy that's about to follow this. This is what you wish you could 50, do. 52 and 50. Keep, keep, keep going. Keep, keep going. going, baby. You there, he there, there he is. is. There's, yeah. your, there's your centerfold. Okay, so, so like. One, two. Three, that's exactly four, what I was five, doing. Six, seven, eight. I'm one mega gargant short. However, however, there's check this out. There's Kragnos in there too. There's Kragnos in there. Also, the, uh, do you, I, ooh, was it? I can't remember who kitbashed a bunch of gargants and did a really good job. They were in the last book, but if you look in the very upper right corner, they still have the kitbashed gargants yes. in there, carrying the pillar. Broad. Yeah. Old yeah. broad. Old broad. So hell yeah. I'm like, cool. They snuck in a little, a little neat a little, thing for little us. Nod. A little nod. A little nod. Yeah. <laughs> broad Jr. Yeah, because actually Broad's not in this picture. So broadly. No, well, that's not. weird. He I is. feel like you would put him on the front, but I just now have realized that they've actually just got... Uh, well, you can't have Broad and Kragnos in the same room after, you know, that yeah, incident. Yeah, after that one thing, yeah. You can't have Kragnos and anybody in the same room, man. He's not making friends. No, 100%. I'm, I'm here for the day Gordrak just killed Though, me. Though, I do have to say, takes the right out. Gatebreaker mask with the beard from... That's a good look. I, I wish I did that. Yeah, I'm kind of sad I didn't now. But hey, look at how much like uh, Mankind that looks. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what inspired me. I was like, oh yeah, or I could, I could was, do that. The other guy, the guy that has the other wrestler. Yeah, the leather face mask. You mean Kane? Throwing it to Josh. I was like, Kane. That's the only so. one I know is the red guy. You mean insane Glenn Jacobs? Sure. <laughs> you mean insane clown posse? 
That's much know. better. I don't know. Uh-huh. Hey, Glenn Jacobs turned into an insane person because, you oh. know, he's the mayor of Knoxville and is... Oh, right. Yeah, okay. not yeah, great. Now, now not I, great. I was still in the wrestling thing. Yeah. And I, I forgot that sometimes we let them out and they become politicians. It's true. <laughs> and actors. Which yeah. the actor part's great. Yeah, the actor part's fine. It's yeah. the politician part that's, like, real nerve-wracking. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Um, yeah, so overall, I think we all, we like the book. It's good. Uh, I think the points are about where they're going so to be. I have, to, I have to ask a question. Are you hit, King Broad hit. or King Cragness? Oh, King Broad. 100%. Yeah, no. I'm actually... Uh, uh, Sorry, Team Broad or Team Cragness? I, I'm still going to be Team Broad. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm kitbashed one eight years ago or whatever. So, like, over Cragnos? Team Gordrak. Oh, yeah, okay. That wasn't an option. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Team whatever that one Loon Spidey guy is that they introduced in Malign Portance and then unceremoniously <laughs> murdered the shit out of in the middle of Broken Realms. Like, just a named character that was probably somebody's favorite just yeah. shows up in the scene and then, like, two paragraphs later just gets obliterated. And it's like... All right, neat. I guess could have done to, so much. I just want to kill that guy off. Uh, that's my that's my favorite leader of destruction. Yeah, Molog twenty twenty five for destruction. He's the he's the little. He's the guy. He Molog, he's coming back. He's, he's the little trog guy, but he's smaller than all the other ones, and he has a little mushroom stick. He's real cute. All right, so I, I think we all like the book, and I think we need to get out of here, and I need to go paint some gargans. So we will uh, we'll play some games and stuff, and uh, we keep saying this, but we are actually now physically in the move. We got the, what is it, the Certificate of oper- uh, Occupancy, that's the word. C-O-C. Yes, we got that stuff, we got that cock. We got that cock right up in there, so we are ready to start moving into the studio, start building it, um, and that means we're going to have the... Um, Battle report's finally going because we're gonna have multi-cam areas set up for streaming and all kinds of. I can. I feel like I can promise this now because I've purchased a lot of the stuff right. for it. So like, there's it's some, on the you way. Have to do it. There's yeah, some it's on the way. Proper now. nonsense that's getting right. Absolutely proper nonsense. So if you have ever wanted to see us online and YouTube did not deter you for some reason from doing that horrible decision, let us know what kind of battles you want us to do on this battle report because we're not gonna just play a 2K versus 2K and be tactical about it. We want to know what kind of nonsense fights you're having out there. Tell us. We'll we'll play them. We're gonna, some... we're gonna play out the same kind I mean, of nonsense. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie. I do wanna play a Mega Garden versus Mega Garden. Oh, we can absolutely like, do it. Literally just a royal rampage. We can absolutely do it. Here's what we need to do. We need to pick four megas on each side and it's yep. a tag team match. And you can only summon in you get two on the table, and one has to make it within ten inches of the edge to tag in the other one. Yep. Let's do this. Small we can use those boards that they put out. That were for Warcry, but then on one of the dumbass, <laughs> I'm never going to leave him alone on this. They said it was perfect for any game of Age of Sigmar. And, and this I was is like, any game! I was like, well, this technically is a game of Age of Sigmar, but one Gargant takes up half the board. <laughs> or instead Let's of playing Blood Bowl, we could play Blood Soccer. I think we should play Blood Bowl. And then just have a model of a cow, and just have it get kicked every 2d6. <laughs> I think we should play Blood Bowl during a game of Gargants. Like, the Gargant game can take during... It's even better if the Blood Bowl players don't know what the hell is going on, and you just start setting up Gargants around them, and it's like, yeah, you guys were nearby anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fight happens. Yeah, good Perfect. stuff. Perfect stuff. All right, let's get uh, let's get out of here. So thank you all for listening. As always, uh, like, subscribe, and smash that heart button. I don't fucking know what you're listening to us on, but thank you for making it. And uh, for Atlanta Warhammer, I'm Zach. I'm Josh. And it's Eric. It's like that. It's like that.